The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD or its components. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. 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 All right, guys. Here we here with another episode of Permission to Speak Freely, and I'm Damon. I'm Damo. All right, guys. Hey, we got a special, special, special show for you guys today, man. We got our first uh, co-host. So uh, introduce yourself, man. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, I'm Jesse, uh, Bosa Mate type, Bosa Mate chief. Um, happy to be here, man. There's a, I've, I've always wanted to do one of these. Uh, I thought myself I have a nice voice. So I appreciate mm. you guys giving me the shot. Yeah, oh, no problem, man. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm going to kick it off by saying, man, like, this is one of the guys, man, not just a, you know, a guy that we just thought about. We're going to just call up and be, like, on our, on the show. This is a guy that's, that's been in the trenches with us, man. Um, and we went through a whole lot, you know, when we was on the ship. So it's a guy that we respect and a guy that we want to get on the podcast, man. Yeah, and I'm going to say this. He was a chief since the day he stepped in the mess, you know. So uh, that's one of the things that I noticed about Jesse, moment he stepped in the mess, he was a chief, you know, after the season, straight first day in the mess, chief, you know. So I definitely want to get that out. And then to all our listeners, if you're wondering why Jesse might sound like, you know, a cartel member that's, you know, trying to stay anonymous, it's because <laughs> it's we got the COVID mask on. So Jesse got a COVID mask. Uh, we Of course, we doing what we do to social distance. We got our sneeze guard. We don't have a three-way, so we got Jesse wearing a COVID mask just so we could get this content out to you. Man, think about me that much. I yeah, we that. we took those temps too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Make sure you were squared away, man. Yeah, man. We take the temperatures. We got a sneeze guard. If you, you know, we need hand sanitizer, we got hand sanitizer. We ready to go. So first off, I know everybody notices already, Damon got another San Fran hat on. <laughs> Let's talk yeah. about it, man. Let's yeah, not, man. man. Hey, so, so, so first off, I'm glad you brought that up. Hey, world, I'm looking at you in the camera right now. World, I'm glad you brought that up. Because one thing you may not know, you're about to know, that my guy Jesse, he's a 49er fan too. God damn right, man. Let's go. <laughs> we got we got <laughs> subscribers. We got listeners threatening to unsubscribe if you don't take off oh, the San Fran Hey, don't worry. Next week, I have on a permission to speak freely hat. Speaking of that... Look yeah. at the new merch we messing with. Check your boy Dumbo out, man. Check him out. Take a good look, man. PTSFmerch.bigcartel.com. Get yours now. $30. Again, PTSFmerch.bigcartel.com. We got permission to speak freely hats. You want to talk about that lost episode, man? Yeah. So if you if you get one of these hats right now, uh, uh, it's crazy. I already forgot the name of this hat. So it's called... Uh, on time is late. Yeah, that's the name of the hat. It's the on time is late hat because in the military, if you show up right on time, normally you late. late. You need to be late. about 15 minutes early. And this hat is really pretty much reserved for all of our people that's already listening to us right now. If you listen to us right now, that means you on time. That means you 15 minutes early. That means you're a day one listener. So definitely go to ptsfmerch.bigcartel.com and pick up the hat. And if you do get this hat, you are privy to a hidden episode. It's our pilot. It's a secret. So the name of the episode is called The One About Secret Pilots. It's a SoundCloud episode only. So you get the hat. We'll send you a link to listen to the to that podcast. And it's a good podcast, too. That's one where we talk about who we are. We can't, we introduce ourselves. I know people probably like, damn, well, like we, we started with episode two. They always talk about episode one and what they talked about. 
Yeah, <laughs> you, you'll get to hear it. You know, we talked about we introduced ourselves. We we kind of got into politics a whole lot oh on that episode. Oh my goodness, man! Right. So I was scared because you know I was looking at you know a lot of our followers before the first episode. I'm like, man, if they hear this one about politics, they might not tune into the first episode. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. I'm glad most of the politics done because I know I said some stuff, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm glad all to be done. I want nobody outside my house, man. You yeah. Know what man. <laughs> So that was a big, that was like oh, one of the biggest man. motivating factors. I was like, oh yeah, let's hold off for this one, man, till we get a couple, <laughs> till we get a couple loyal listeners. Yeah, man. Speaking of loyal listeners, shout out to everybody that's been listening since day one. We got four podcasts out right now, uh, all together five with the Hidden Podcast and all the responses, all the questions, everything we've been getting, all the love and feedback is great. Hey, so every um, episode until I get one person from mississippi to subscribe <laughs> or download i'm gonna keep saying every week come on mississippi stand up for your boy man like i haven't got a um like one person yet so come on now show your boy some love and we did a thing called a surge where we gave y'all every single episode right so we did that we pre-recorded a few episodes but what we did was we gave y'all every single episode so that we could be caught up and we could be current and the things we could be talking about we could be talking about it as it's happening and in doing this surge, it's a lot of work to do a surge. You got to, you know, get the episode mixed, record it, stuff like that. And one of the biggest jobs and one of the finest things that I see done with our podcast is the editing. So I definitely want to give a special shout out to my boy Saul over here. He, he over here in the background. So let's clap it up for Saul. He been cranking them things out, man. Just cranking them out, man. It's it's, it's not easy work. Yeah. And uh, another thing about the podcast is, again, this right now we're doing this ourselves, right? No help right now, no sponsorship. Not really asking for it right now, but we're doing it all ourselves. Two hour podcast. Uh, you say you listen to them when you you coming uh, into work? Yep. Oh no, I do. Uh, so ever since uh, what dropped Veterans Day, uh, downloaded uh, episode number two, and it took me about. Two and a half days, two and a half, three trips to work and back to listen to it. Cause I think it was like two hours and twenty minutes, something like that. Uh, I enjoyed it, man. Uh, yeah. And I, I was listening to it on the way up here, uh, forty-five minutes of it. Which one you listen to? On the way up here. Uh, which one was it? Um, not the one with the dog. Was, was it dinosaur? Dinosaur. Dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. And that one, uh, I was talking to Damon when I walked in, and um, I got some stuff to say to you. Uh, about the DAP program that uh, I don't appreciate. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's crazy because uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm a semio, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Take them off shifts. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> go ahead and see what you got to say, man. Oh, man. So uh, I'm a DAPA. Um, been been a DAPA for like a year now. And uh, on ships, I think that DAPA should not be a collateral duty. Um, I think that they should definitely have DAPAs on board. Mm -hmm. um, but they should not just give it to some some chief and just say hey take care of this um i was also telling damon that in my career i've only seen a very few drug cases right uh when i took over i've seen like seven right in a year yeah and it's like i, I don't have time for this right but i take a lot of pride in what i do so i have to put everything i got into everything i do so every sailor that walked in i got them the same help same thing but then I, I forgot about my sailors on the division, uh, on both mate side. So it was uh, it was very stressful during that time. Tough times. Uh, yeah. So I don't think they should be they should be a one person. We're, they put a civilian on the ship, 
or a chief dedicated to be the dapper. That's his only responsibility. No sailors, no nothing. If he don't got no cases, then I guess he's just sitting in the mess. But he needs to be dedicated to that because, believe it or not, these cases are rising. Yeah. Right? Because of this COVID stuff. Uh, because of the op tempo of the ship. I heard you guys talk about, uh, what, two episodes ago about the, the fleet with no, no rudder. Yeah. Um, that was an awesome episode, man. Um, and it hit hard with me because I'm currently on a ship going through the basic phase. And there is no end in sight. Yeah. Right? We're going from this to um a month underway and then deployment right and there's no there's no off time yeah the only off time we have is the christmas new year stand down and then we're we're in it for the rest of the time and the sailors don't understand that right they they thought they were going to join a uh, navy where they go out um party uh go out see other countries and stuff but they don't understand the ship that comes out of yards it's full throttle yeah, it's time to work. Yeah, and with and, COVID, mm. and COVID don't help. These stupid ass masks, man. Yeah, you got me walking around breathing hard, right? I can't like <laughs> breathe fresh air, so I'm breathing yeah, my own nasty ass breath. Talking in front of <laughs> your guys, you got to hold. <laughs> you got to hold it. It's, you got to hold it, it up. It's garbage, man. But I mean, it's needed, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand it's a it's a big deal across the country. Yeah. Um, but it's sailors coming in nowadays don't understand that. It's time to get to work. Yeah. Um, and they they get stressed out, and I get it. I understand it. So um, I sit down with them, like my guys, and on the DAPA side, and I try to tell them, like, alcohol is not the way or drugs is not the way. Like, we need to figure out a way, come up with new ideas. I can't come up with all the ideas myself to decompress. Yeah. Right? So sailors are going, drinking a damn parking lot outside the ship, and then coming on the ship drunk as hell, right, ready to work the next day. Hey, so I got a question for you, man. Uh, you know, the my rate, I'm an EM. Yeah. You're a BM. Our rates aren't normally, I was a Simeo, you're a Dapper. Mm-hmm. Normally, from based off of everything I've seen, you know, since I've been in, you don't normally see an EM as a Simeo. No. Uh, you know, and I, I think I, you know, I tried my best, you know, at that and did the most I could do as a Simeo. And you don't normally see a BM, a C, as a Dapper. What? Yeah, no. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> That's all we are. For real? The last three dappers have been both mixed for us. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, that ain't, I mean, what about you? Have you? Are you used to seeing a BM as a dapper? No. Nah, most of the time, shit, they the one need help. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I think, and then on, on top of that, you know, we know we know who we talking to. We talking to a stud here. We not talking to, yeah. you know, a, a low point guy. We talking to a high, a high uh, vibe guy, somebody that's always getting a job done at the fullest capacity. So just hearing you talk about it, like, is it ever hard? I know you just brought it up, but can you uh, dive a little deeper into the balance of, you know, you being a what, outstanding BMC and being an outstanding dapper? So I'll tell you this, man. I'll, I'll give you a little history, man. I've, I've not always been an outstanding sailor. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I've I've gone to treatment yeah. myself. Me, hey, me uh, either. I haven't always been outstanding. I believe either. I am listening to your the podcast, listeners I know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only, only only person at the table that's always been outstanding is Damon. Damon. Twenty two years, man. I don't know if you guys twenty two years, man. He's always fresh. Twenty two years, never never had a boat boo. Never never <laughs> <laughs> never got into a fight. Yeah, right. Hey, never choked nobody out. Never made no mistakes. <laughs> Poor they everywhere, ain't it, man? They <laughs> haters everywhere, man. They, they everywhere, man. They they everywhere. What was you saying, Joe? So. um I mean, coming up in, in my years in the Navy, I've been in for 17 years. Um, I've been to treatment myself. I think yeah. I've been to treatment like three times, right? So I think 
to balance that the dapper responsibility um you have to have some kind of experience right I feel you. um you have to know what it's like getting a tattoo from a, a tattoo artist that don't have any tattoos like you don't know what the fuck that feels like right you don't know what it feels like to be at the bottom right so having a, a dapper that's been through the the, the process um, I think it's a big deal, and it's it's a lot easier for me to talk to the sailors about it and tell them my story of how I grew up and how I got into situations, and they understand it more, and they they be, uh, come at ease more because they're talking to somebody that's been through the shit. Yeah. Um, but the way I do it, man, is uh, whenever I have to sit down with the sailor, I, I bring him in my office, man, shut the door, and then it's just one-on-one, right? We talk about it. Um, I tell them the process of what's going to happen for the next however long it takes to get the treatment that they need. Um, and we have a very personal conversation, um, and we talk about it and make sure that they understand what they're getting themselves into. Um, what I wish would happen more often is the self-referrals, yeah. right, more than the instant referrals, right? You know, you know, real quick, man, that self-referral, man. So I I had some sailors that, that – got in trouble, got DUIs or whatever, then they come back that next day or that day before and they do a self-referral. Can you explain that self-referral thing real yeah, quick? Yeah, so a self-referral would be um, if anybody came to me and said, hey, or any anybody in the chain of command say, hey, I think alcohol uh, or me drinking has become a problem for me. Like either I'm scared of it or um, I find myself drinking more and it just worried me, right? So a self-referral, perfectly fine. Command referral, perfectly fine, right? Um, but the, the self-referral is the sailor understanding it and self-identifying it and bringing it forward. But what if they got a DUI like yesterday? That's when it gets a little uh, sketch, right? So people try to do that shit all the time because when you check in with the DAPA, they explain to you the, the three self-referral, command referral, incident referral, right? Um, and I make sure I tell them, like, don't come in here after a damn DUI, right, and try to self-refer yourself. Yeah. Because... A self-referral has no punitive action behind it, right? There's nothing waiting for you. You're just getting treatment, right? And they say, well, I have a drinking problem. Well, then the sheriff's department comes down the next week and says, hey, this guy has a DUI. So that self-referral goes away, and it turns into an instant referral, mm -hmm. right? And then, believe it or not, you only get one in the Navy and then a career. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second one, they start processing you for administrative yeah. separation no matter how long you've been in the Navy. That's one incident referral? One, no, uh, just one incident. Okay. Alcohol-related incident, right? Okay. And the alcohol-related incident, it has uh, the commanding officer has ultimate uh, saying what an incident is, right? Yeah. So a DUI, obviously. But uh, I have seen that though, man. Yeah, I've seen it too. I, I have seen them come on board. They re self referral mm -hmm. and they good when it comes to the command. So the self referral, and then nowadays, which is which caught me off guard. If if you come in. Before the police come come in mm -hmm. and say, "Hey, I got a DUI," you can't get the sailor in trouble. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's just okay. crazy to me. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, 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 right? yeah. But I'm not trying to get sailors in trouble. Right, right at all. But, but I I seen a lot of motherfuckers get kicked out, right? Because they try to hide it. And yeah, but a DUI is a DUI, man. Yeah. So like, so, so what we saying here? Hey, first off, a we don't condone no drinking at all. Period. Water's so okay. it's too it's no too, drinking at all well when it comes to driving no okay, drinking okay. no drinking and driving yeah. period <laughs> it's too <laughs> it's too many <laughs> yeah it's too many ways out there right now that you guys can get a ride man from taxis to ubers to all type of stuff so 
Um, don't think of we saying you refer yourself before the police come. That's something you should do. You should never be drinking and driving, period. Absolutely. Just want to make make yeah. sure that was clear. Yeah, and just as, just for a special touch to all our listeners in the San Diego area, before the episode is over, we're going to leave you with Damon's phone number. <laughs> so if you're too drunk to drive, you he can don't just drink. give Damon a call. He can pick you up, take you wherever you need to go, free of charge. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you know me like that, man, because you know I go out there and do it, so thanks. I love it, man. I love it, man. Hey, so I, another question for you, Jesse. Yep. Somebody talked to me about, because you, you mentioned it earlier, DAPA, we talk a lot about the alcohol part, right? Yep. We talk a lot about the alcohol part. We don't talk much about the drug, the drug part. And somebody was talking to me about marijuana reform, like feeling like the Navy should, like, let go of any issues with marijuana because it's starting to be legal yeah. all across America. You got any opinions on that? I think that if you should split it up, right? If you're a seagoing command, knock that shit off. You can't do that, right? Because mm-hmm. underway, a lot of it's a billion dollar warship and up, right? There's a lot of shit to take care of. Um, I don't think it's it should be anywhere on ships, right? But on shore duty, um, if like if it helps out medically, right, mm-hmm. for pain, um, go for it, right? But um, I don't I don't think it has anything to do or any any place in the the war fighting uh, aspect of it, man. Because it, I I mean I haven't done it since I've been in the navy, yeah. uh, and impairment, shit, right? Yeah, impairment. it fucks you up, man. Yeah. But but the thing that gets me is that alcohol does the same shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but that's okay. It, I mean, it's not okay, but it's legal everywhere. Yeah. Right? Um, so if you can't stop people from drinking the night before and then coming on ships and driving the motherfucker, right? What makes you think that you'll be able to do that shit yeah. for, for weed? So um, until we figure out a way to control it, uh, where we can manage it on shore duty and sea duty, uh, I think we shouldn't even have... Yeah. It shouldn't yeah. be brought up. I, I think we should assign that decision, like making process to the same people that came up with the alternative, the alternate ring tabs. They could probably figure out how to manage <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> and, and just to throw it out there, if they do a focus group, make sure you guys holler to Talk us, to us, right? No. Hey, so what, what, what's, what's your my take opinion on, on that? Yeah, Man, my opinion, um, I think Jesse made a good point when he said on shore duty and it has nothing to do with the war fighting and all that, but um, I wouldn't do it. Period. I I know medically. I think medically is is a way you can go. You can look at it. Um, but they most definitely be off a of ship and probably off duty status. Like maybe limp do or something. They at home or whatever. I don't think they should be doing certain jobs on shore duty, um, with it. But if it's medically and 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 it can help them, but it most definitely be on limp do or something. So even if it was legal, like even if marijuana was legal across the country, it's like this, man. I feel like. We we can't even control the alcohol, and we're gonna add something else to it. We're gonna add something else, right? So now instead of we can't control alcohol, but now we want to control marijuana, right? Alcohol is illegal, yeah, right. So now we want to control. That's just something else in the pot of us trying to get get one of those little young sailors that's on the bridge or wherever trying to uh, a billion dollar war fighting ship out there, and we out here got some sailors out there that don't that abuse it. You know, so I just think it'd be too much for us to try to to try to handle and try to mitigate and all that type of stuff. So I'm against it, but I can also see it being somebody on limp do it, somebody who really, really needs it, man, like to get get through the day. 
So, but but you talking to a guy that never ever smoked marijuana too though? Yeah, like I, 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 I never ever smoked so. So I may have my own. Yeah, my my, my boy who asked me about it, I, I think he was a heavy smoker in his day. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I think he really wanted to know. Hey, hey, what up, Mo? What up, baby? <laughs> I'll let you, boy, man. No, it's a big. This is a big concern to me. <laughs> he asked me about it about six times. Hey, you know, marijuana reform. Oh man, <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm I'm never never smoked much either. But honestly, I think if it's legal, it's legal. I think we should do it. Uh, I think we should. I think what we don't do enough of is hold people accountable for what they do. And, and I think I think we always look for the blame in the system, uh, the chief, the, the department head, the departmental LCPO. I think we always try to find out what we did for this seller to make this decision. I don't think we uh, hold our sellers to enough um, of their own responsible, responsible actions. I don't think we hold accountability enough. I think that's an issue. Yeah, man. Um, speaking of accountability, that's a, that's that's a crazy topic, man. Because um, you got sailors that's out there that's that's pretty good sailors, yeah. right? And then us as chief want to protect these good sailors, yeah. right? But once we protect these good sailors, man, I think we put ourselves in a bind as leaders. Yeah, because right? you locked up a you couple locked, reasons, yes, right? Because now you have a say a sailor that's going down the wrong path. You try to get him. What's the first thing they're gonna say? You ain't why do you this. Didn't, yeah, you ain't do this with such and such. Yeah, you didn't do it to this sailor. So yeah. why are you doing it to me? So you most we most definitely got to do a better job of holding sailors accountable. It's too many. The next time this happens, I'ma do this. The next time y'all do this, I'ma do this. And I think I think we I, I do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you do it? No. Right. Um. I don't. I. Um. You try to treat everybody the same. Mm-hmm. Right. But. Um. Ever since I met my Bosman mentor, uh, shout out to Mark House. Uh, he's out Mark there. House, shout what's out up? To Mark House, what's uh, up? Bahrain. Uh, he gave me a great analogy, is you spend 90% of your time with 10% of your sailors. Yeah. Right? And and the that 10% of sailors are the troubled ones, right? The ones that get in trouble all the time or going down the wrong path, and that's where you focus your time. Um, and it's it's difficult to hold everybody to the same standard um and when you try to hold sailors accountable from what i've seen recently in the last two years two three years is that they they break down they lock themselves up and then they go talk to chaps medical and then they end up uh, at the hospital um so i i have to put a blanket statement out there for all my sailors like look this is my standard right and if you fuck up, you just hold you just hold hold to it. Everybody, every time. E- even my great sailors that I know made an honest mistake, mm-hmm. and the shitty sailors that um, make mistakes all the time, right? I just put a blanket thing out there, like, look, I'm not putting up with this shit, man. I'm not. I'm not wasting my time with this stupid shit. We're all gonna give you counsel chips, right? Real simple shit, right? But instead of like, I saw this 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 case one time where. The sailor had like seventeen counseling chips. Yeah. Before they mm. sent up the DRB. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah, that shit like, happens a lot. What the fuck are we talking yeah. about right now? Yeah. Right. So, I hold them to like I, I do the three. No matter what what three they are, it's three. Right? Yeah. It could be being late, disrespect, and then uh, you didn't shave that day. Give a shit. You're going. Right. And luckily for me, it's worked. Right. I I think I've sent two people up. Um. But 
it's they have that mentality, right? And I got my leadership and my division on the same track where they help me. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's because it's, it's always a story. So whenever you start getting down to the nitty gritty, it's always the seller, whoever it is, they always got a reason. Like, hey, yeah, I was late because of this or this happened because of this. So it's always going And the longer you listen, <laughs> I mean, you're going to start being compassionate. Like, yeah, maybe, you know. And I heard a good story kind of in relationship to yours. Somebody was talking about they had a, a commander or something at their command. And he was like, if you're late, you're getting written up. Mm-hmm. You know, and they like, well, what if I'm a minute late? Yeah, you're getting written up. What if my dog died on the way? You're getting written up. So if you're late, you're getting written up. I'm going to hit the people with good reasons. I'm going to hit the people with bad excuses. If you're late, you're just getting written up, even around the board. And I've always, I always, I still have yet to practice that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I believe I listen too much. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. one of my worst traits. But uh, I do really agree with that and wish I could do that. Yeah, me too, man. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm like, maybe weak to when it comes to but i'm a prideful guy mm-hmm. right and i think that's what that sometimes gets in the way because you want to be prideful for your division you want to be prideful for your department oh you talk you about you talk about like not wanting to publicize not, not publicizing putting it out there if you feel like you can handle that i can handle this in house but sometimes that shit get away from you yeah. right and sometimes people take that for granted so you have to know how to um let them know you mean business also you know where that shit always gets to the deck plates the, yeah. the junior the junior sellers yes. always know yes. when somebody just getting away with yes. a bunch of bullshit so yeah. the, the one thing i did leave out is that i don't i don't just straight up counsel these guys right mm-hmm. like if i see a, a sailor like either like have an attitude or something like that i pull them aside and i lock them up in the room like what the fuck is going on with you what is your issue yeah right yeah, like yeah, before they get to that point yeah yeah um and like perfect example i got one of my sailors um i've been with them for what a year and a half now and it took over a year of me constantly talking talking to sailor and talking like on a personal level trying to figure out what made this sailor click Mm -hmm. right what made this sailor want to put out the best thing they can that's a lost art man and the amazing thing is that once i found it Holy fuck, man! She's the best fucking sailor I got. Yeah, we mapped, we mapped her uh, beam too. Yeah, right. Yeah. And and she's she's like, thank you, right? Nobody's ever done that for me. She's been in for like eight years. Nobody ever sat her down and figured out what was wrong with her. Yeah, yeah. And her issue was she just don't trust people. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I do that for everybody. Right. I offer that to everybody. Um, I I don't go straight to the counseling, right? But that's my standard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I've sat down all my sailors, and I set the standard. I set my rules, um, and once they break them, then they know they fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, be, I believe that to be a lost art, though sitting Absolutely. sitting with the seller, talking to them, and getting to know them. A lot of us, we again, we come in quarters is a conversation about work, mm-hmm. and then you you know you get to work. I had a seller tell me one day, he was like, "Hey, chief man, y- y'all, I wish y'all knew." the morale and i wish y'all knew the energy uh of the division before y'all walked in for quarters he's like yeah. you know and i and then I, when he said it i automatically thought about the energy that i used to have when my like when my when i was a third class and i was a second class before my chief came in and how easily and i always had you know a good emc but how easily the energy shifted depending on his mood you know especially because like you said, like how you was talking about people run through a brick wall. We were always ready to do that for our chief. 
So if he came in and he he was his he was low. If his if his mood was bad, then my mood you know was bad. I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with Chief all day, knocking on his door, hey, Chief. Mm-hmm. You, know <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Try to suck up to him or something like that. So so that stuff matters, man. Yeah, yeah. You, I, I tell you, man, that freaking um, I always had this this positive mental attitude, man. Like it, I'm always positive, even when I was an LPO, and my chief come in there. By the time he got in there, man, I'm, I'm always talking some positive stuff on how we gonna do this to the division, just division. I'm always pumping them up, getting them ready to go. So the the lapse of us coming in the door and it's always bad attitude. Like even when I'm a, when I was chief and I was coming down to the division and I come in the door, like yeah. if I can see if I'm hearing laughter. Sometimes I wait at the door for a minute before I, before I go in <laughs> just to try to see what's going on Jews. before I go in. Jews, like, yeah, so and Jews. So I be listening and I go in there, man, like and I see everybody down and I'm I'm cracking jokes off real, man. What's going on up in here? Somebody then somebody who got in a fight? Who did this? I'm I'm, I'm getting them all. Ain't nobody did that chief. Nobody did that, that, that. So now I didn't kill the mood. Now the mood is a little bit better. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. then then I put out what we need to put out for the day. But you're right though, man. That happens all the time. I have went in the division, you know something didn't happen, something went on. Right, and then I come in there and be like, oh, don't stop now. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, happened? Crazy, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Tell me about it, you know? So you most definitely right, man. Yeah. Before we proceed, I do want to talk about social media for a sec, right? Uh, PTSF Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, PTSF Podcast on YouTube. We got videos up on YouTube. We just launched uh, Veterans Day, and we've been enjoying a lot of the responses, getting a whole lot of feedback. We love it. Keep it coming. If you want to, if you got any questions, you want to email us, you want to ask us questions, we'll read them out on the podcast. We'll try our best to answer them. We don't know everything. PTSFpodcast at gmail.com. That's the easiest way to get in contact with us. Again, at by the end of the episode, you'll have Damon's phone number too. So you can relay our phone calls to Damon. Anything you need to say to him, we're going to hook you up. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> oh, no problem, man. Hey, but pretty excited about this episode because we don't have a template. We just got a bro over here. We just gonna have some conversation, some good conversation. I like it. Good conversations, man. Yeah, we are. We kind of already started. We we got into the dapper side of the, of the house. Another big major thing that's going on is the chief season. Yeah. Oh man, oh, yeah. what exciting time for everybody, right? <laughs> and, I mean, it just it just the whole energy of being in the whole navy right now, this time of the year, um, is exciting. Oh, Normally it's not doing this time right now, but COVID kind of pushed some stuff to the side. But chief, this is one of those times of the year that if you are a chief, you get excited. Even even the junior sellers, man. You, you know something crazy, though? I never paid that much attention to the season before I, I, I was a chief select. I tried. Well, I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I didn't pay attention, but when I was a junior first class, like real junior wasn't up for it or whatever, I always wanted certain people to make it. You want to know why? Get the hell out get of out my way. way. <laughs> yeah. Get out my way, man. So I always wanted junior. I used to watch around and look at it. But you're right. I never like got into what they did. Only thing I did was like say if I had a I was a DC one and one of my DC ones made it. Um I was more thinking about my responsibilities that went up or I gotta do more things right now. But I never sit him down and say like he running around doing chief stuff. I never stopped him and say, man, what you guys doing in there? What's what's going yeah, on? Yeah, I I'm never not, yeah. I never really did none of that stuff either. Like you see the like I never was like, hey, what's that wood box? I never like thought about it yeah. uh, like that. I don't know where the hell I was or what what the hell I was doing. But I went from being a second class or first class, you know, fast. And I I I just never really paid that much attention to uh, yeah. the season. 
But I do want to issue a congratulations to everybody. Absolutely. So yeah, go on, man. let's clap it up for them. Let's clap it up for them. Hey, Chief Selects, congratulations. If you, it's going to be hard. <laughs> yeah, man. Right? It's going to be hard. The guidance, the, the, the guidance that you normally get from so many Chiefs out there is going to be hard this year. So mm-hmm. you guys are gonna have to step out the box. You're gonna do things that we don't normally do just to try to make this effective, if, if possible. Make it make it uh, something that's gonna be beneficial to everybody because it's going to be hard, man. COVID is putting a dent in this whole thing. So uh, good luck to the chief mess out there, man, because you guys got your work cut out for you. It's hard work, right? We took away fundraising, right? Yeah. Took away a lot of PT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't, yeah we not gonna be PT. I, I think much that's one thing that should not been taken off the table, especially now. Yeah, I feel like you could socially distance in PT. We are. We are. Yeah, you we ready? Are, we are. We doing it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you ready for another how to socially distance. <laughs> yeah. For me, you know, I already told y'all how to do it for, for Halloween. Oh, I can easily break down. That was a good one. Yeah, I can easily break down how to do it for PT. But it, it seems easy now, especially with the plank. Yeah. Right? It's no reason why we can't exercise. Speaking Absolutely. of that plank, man. Hey, world, somebody hit us up, get some questions. What you guys think about that plank, man? I, I actually, uh, I actually tried it, man, and did it. And I was just it was in the office the other day, man. And, and well, the day it came out, on uh, instruction came out, and I looked at mine and it says like outstanding uh, was like three twenty, uh, three fifteen for my age. It was three fifteen. So I said, let me see, <laughs> and I said, let me, let me see, can I do three, you know, three minutes just checking it out, man? Man, I was like a bored. For three minutes, man, that. like a yeah, stomach still looks so <laughs> my back too, man. Like the lower back, yeah, looks so. But it's doable though. I've, I've, mm-hmm. That's what I, I put out. I say it's, it's doable. No, no so. shakes, no no struggles at the uh, end. You know, a little bit here and there, but a little jar, you know, a little gyrating on. Damien shakes gyrating on the ground. But I'm looking forward to you know when we do it, how we go, how we transition though, um, from the push-ups from the from the plank to the push up. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that earlier, right? Let's like yeah. let's get into that. Like yeah, that's, man. that's that's going from a push up, you already kind of putting all that pressure or all that Shoulders, exertion chest. on yeah. that same area that you're gonna be doing the plank. Yeah. That's kinda um that's kinda crazy. I, mean, I know they got a time limit in between it. But at the same time, man, like that's a lot of pressure. Not probably not for these young sailors. I'm sure that they out there and you can do a hundred and five minutes, ten minutes or whatever. But the old salty dogs like me, man. Yeah. You know, it ain't it ain't good on my back, you <laughs> know, my shoulders. You think you think they did a survey to, to figure oh, this out? They did a focus group. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know uh, first off, one thing about the Navy. Everything that happens, they have some, some type, type of focus, focus group, group right? right? But I want you guys to know, world. I'm looking in the camera when I say this. I was missed. Yeah, how on old? this focus group, man. How, how old we think the guy was that said you could transition from dope push-ups to, 20, to do a place? Twenty-three right? years old. 23. He probably was sixty-seven. Yeah, eighty years old, man. <laughs> Yeah, he probably was sixty seven, man. Yeah, he probably ain't get up out his desk to make that decision. Yeah, man. <laughs> and then look, look. I remember, I remember they first started talking about it, man, and, and it was going to happen. And, and I remember this admiral came out and had this little video out, man. He had a video of him doing it, and then he the video came in when it, when it first came in to him, he was like eight minutes. And thirty seconds or something, and then he said, "Oh, I was just kidding." And then he went on, to, <laughs> and then he went on his thing. Man. It was funny how he said, though, like eight minutes. Ain't no way you stayed there though eight minutes. He was probably about sixty. Yeah, and they said I, I read where they said the curl ups, like they weren't in line with like organizational standards, meaning that 
it's no real reason why we need to do curl ups. And that was some of what we were talking about in the last episode about push ups. Like, you know, if we get invaded by, you know, a threat, you're not gonna drop and do push ups for yeah. two minutes. Yeah. I mean I mean we're not gonna plank for you know, for two minutes either, but I'm not going to say I don't like the change. I'm not going to say I don't like yeah, the plank. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, I think the only thing that relates relates to anything right now, I don't think the curl-ups, the plank, I don't think the push-ups, I don't think any of that stuff relates to yeah, what we no. do. Now, the run, because you need endurance, right? So, I'm not mad at the bike. I'm not mad at the run. I'm not ready at stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but um, all the rest of the stuff, I don't what see What about how, the row? Because we added the row. What you think? That's the stupidest shit, man. <laughs> what like, are you talking about? When the going gets rough, you go <laughs> get in the, the canoe. The shit? <laughs> you you go get the canoe and get the <laughs> hell out of there? Like, Look, man, if you can't do, if you can't do 20, 30 consecutive push-ups, you know damn well you can't lift your body weight up. Yeah. Right? So yeah. what are you doing? I've seen motherfuckers like can't even break 90. Yeah. And they die. So, and nothing, and they got rid of the elliptical, right, a while back. So I'm trying to figure out, like, the elliptical is kind of a full body thing. Yeah, yeah I like, the roll like is the, the roll is type like a full body thing. So, yeah. I mean, I don't see why you get rid of the elliptical. They don't get they add the the roll machine. I think they need to add pull ups. Pull ups is yeah. Pull up, man. If you're stuck in a space, you gotta lift yourself up. Yeah, coming out of the space. Now I know you gotta be some kind of way physically fit, also. Though, so don't yeah. get it twisted. I'm like, don't like the push ups and all that stuff, but. You gotta have something that that's that's you're physically fit. You can do something, but I just don't know if planks gonna gonna be the li- the difference in life and death for me. I think no, we're making it, we're so. making it easier for motherfuckers to pass. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, so speaking of all this PT stuff, right? I got my phone out because I was pulled to do one of them twenty two push ups a day thing. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be for twenty two days. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be honest, man. I'm only gonna do them a day. <laughs> I'm only gonna do them today, right? But I was nominated. What it was for though? What it's for? Veterans? Or what it's for? About Carl Wimbali. You I'm I'm gonna read what it's for. Okay. Uh so it's for to raise awareness for combat veterans. Twenty two vets a day that are committing suicide. It's a small way to raise awareness for that issue. And uh So I'm, you so you aware, but you're just not gonna do it for twenty two days. That's what you're saying? exactly what you're saying yeah because we raising awareness right here yeah so, on the pocket. okay <laughs> confidential military crisis line outside of damon's number i'm gonna give you a different number 1-800-273-8255 option one our text 838-255 and that's how you get in contact with the crisis line the confidential military crisis line it's a lot of other stuff that's kind of, that's been opening up for um Vet, veterans under stress I think we, we We'll probably talk Like we got one story About a, a veteran under, under stress And something that Happened recently But I'm gonna go ahead And do these push ups man I'm gonna go ahead oh, And do right, them right now Right now Right now, yeah, right now. Yeah, On the podcast Let's, let's yeah, go yeah, let's man go. Let's do it man You wanna embarrass yourself Like that Yeah man, right, man. Let's go man You do look kinda healthier Nowadays I'm, I, I, Well I lost <laughs> I lost 40 pounds You look good man about, 20 back. Well, from the last time I saw you on the oh, ship, yeah, yeah you look, you my, look a my lot chain, better. Now. My chain called it the NSERV 20 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the NSERV 20. I'm going to take these off because. Why? Oh, you want to mess the eyes we goes up. What the hell is that? Uh, it's shoes? Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Go ahead, uh, man. I got my right? cowboy boots on. Yeah, man. man. Shit about that. One. One. Two, you I got you. Three, three for the come Navy. On. Four. <laughs> Let's get it. Five. Come on. Six. Come on. Seven. He's breathing. Eight. Right. Nine, ten, twelve, thirteen. USS Chief, come on. Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. 
Nice push-ups, man. Like 20, that. 21, 22. Good job, man. Hey, go. those was not his, the push-ups, the kind of push-ups he do uh, when he doing the PFA, guys. <laughs> you know, those was real ones. He did some real good ones. He did some real good ones there. It's going to take me like five minutes to catch his breath. So I get back on that mic. Oh, man. So, you know. We can talk so for awareness though, man. So I mean, I, that's what that's what this about. This is what he did it for, um, for awareness. But hey, keep in mind we gonna, we got a like he said we got one story about um, that we are gonna talk about about awareness. But all the stuff that we put out and all the stuff we talk about is more about letting you know that it's more options out there um, for help. So that's why we put this stuff out. That's why we talking about it because I'm here to tell you, man. This COVID stuff and and the things that's going on in the world right now, um, it's a big deal, and we most definitely want you guys to know you got options and you got people you could talk to. Yeah, and we can't fail. We can't fail at awareness, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna get into it. I just pulled it up. Oh, he breathing hard for real, baby. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, man. It's Street been a minute. Next time. I'm good, so I'm, I'm lined back up. So here's the story. Veteran died hours after two calls to suicide hotline went unheeded. Inspector General finds. Shit. Now that, that that just can't happen though. I mean, we 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 put these numbers out, we put this stuff out um all the time and, and for it not to get answered and then something like this happens. Um it's kind of like a, a leader's worst nightmare mm-hmm. you know because we stand in front of our sailors all the time and and, and say all this stuff and, and say this and back, and then we'll call them out well why you didn't call these people and guess what they did, they did call yeah <laughs> you know so that's that's crazy right there for me man and uh it's an older story but i guess they just kind of figured out everything so it says that the person the first call the veteran said they had a gun at their head and was drinking heavily like 4.30, it was on the 4th of July. They said the fireworks were bringing back survivors' guilt. Mm. So they called, and uh, the crisis line, they accepted the statement, but that was it. That's pretty much it. They didn't do anything else. They called it a low or moderate, a moderate risk. And just hung up the phone. Yeah, wow. pretty much. Wow, Shit. wow. So then they, about an hour later, it was a second call to the crisis line. The same person reported that the, they had a gun in their mouth. But they did not have in suicidal ideation our means to carry out, you know, the plan to shoot. Again, the police were not notified until approximately 11 hours later. When it happened. When the re- yeah. So 11 hours later, when the rescue was initiated and when the police got to the, the house. That's a damn or shame. Or wherever they went, they found a person dead. That's a damn shame. That's crazy, man. Like on ships, man, like any sailor that, that comes up. At least to me, like I can't speak to everybody, but um, that comes up and say, "Hey, man, like I'm not all right." Yeah. Um, mentally, like I'm stressed. I take them straight to Doc, man. Yeah. Take them yeah. straight to Doc, and I sit there with them and listen to what Doc has to ask them, right? Um, and then they stay there, and then we take them or wherever we take them to, right? But yeah. Um, they get help at the end of the day. That's what we and, do. And the reason I I pay so much attention to that shit, man, is because uh, I got hit. Um, Back before I joined the Navy, man. Oh, no. I was on my first ship on deployment. And uh, one of my friends from high school did the same shit. Right? Got got hammered. Yeah. Put a gun to his, to his head and just blew his brains out. Right? That's and we crazy. went to high school. And um, it, it it always held a, a special place in my heart that I would never be that person that would let that shit happen. Yeah. Right? So even at the smallest hint right 
And it'd be that one time where the sailor has come to you five, six times saying, I feel like hurting myself or I'm not right. That one time that you don't, it'd be that one time that he does it. And then what? Yeah. You know what I mean? So no matter how many times, no matter how shitty the sailor is, I don't care. Right. I'm taking him to the doc. Doc's tired of seeing me. I don't care. Um, I'm not going to be the reason why he was never heard. Yeah. Um, And it's shit like this. Shit like this. Um, we have we put out all these phone numbers and all these people, but who are these people that are answering the phones? Yeah, who the hell are they? You know how I mean? are they connected? How how do they understand? It goes back to what I was saying with the DAP program. It helps a lot more when you've been involved in the program, right? Have you ever been in combat? Have these people, or they just went to college and got a damn degree? Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I think vets should help vets. That that would help because we understand. We understand what the hell's going on. Um, that should never happen, especially yeah. for somebody that's seen combat. And I've seen what what that shit does to people, man. It's fucked up. Yeah, and it's a, it's a different it's a different kind of responsibility you got when you got that kind of job. Absolutely. I got a friend of mine, and I'm not gonna put you know this friend on blast for uh, like really bad, but a close friend of mine that works for Child Protective Services. Mm. It's that's another one of those jobs where. It could be hard sometimes. You've probably gotten calls that you knew were bullshit. You probably got calls that were super serious. You probably get calls from very smug uh, doctors or uh, officers of the law or whatever like that. But every single call you get, you got to have that same amount of care. And I remember sitting with this friend and just listening to the conversation. I'm like, you don't sound like you care about this caller. Mm-hmm. Like you sound like you just going through the motions. You don't sound mm-hmm. like you care about this caller. And then my friend admitted, like, yeah, I I can't lie. Like I've become a little tainted, you know. And yeah, and I'm like, hey, just remember, every single time you take a call, it, you got to take it as serious as the first time you ever took a call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I agree totally with that, man. And that's what I was thinking um, before you before you brung it up. Is like we need people out there that care. We need people out there to do your damn job. Right. You getting paid for this. You getting whatever the case. I don't care if you a veteran before or not, whatever. You have a job to do. Yeah. And you need to do your job. Um, because and, like and, and, and while you talking, it's not like that job is not just a job. Yeah. It's not just a job. It's more than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. And if you ain't up for task, don't don't take, take the job. Yeah. Exactly. Like the money, man. And um another thing I want to bring up on this is uh is is sometimes I think people get complacent and people think like this. Um it's not gonna happen to me. Mm-hmm. Right, a lot of times like things go on yeah. like this. This this never happened to me, so you know I'm a, I'm gonna talk my way through it. I'm a, whatever the case may be. Take every everything serious. We actually had a had someone on board our ship on uh, that we all was on that uh, committed suicide. Yeah, you know, and um, that's like the first time. Like I hear all these stories uh, from chiefs and 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 and. And when we sit in the mess, talk about they've been around this stuff. But I never ever been around, you know, anyone that had that committed suicide until I was on board our uh, last ship, and and it happened on there. And now, and it kind of took me back because we we deal with, on the on the fire party. We deal with we see them every day, and and, and now they they gone. Yep. Um, and then you think back, you think back like, what was troubling that sailor? Or what was going on, especially if I had been in this division or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been mostly, well, and I'm not saying the sailor's name, so if you guys think I'm going to say the sailor's name, it's not yeah. going to happen. But but, uh, but but may he rest well. Yeah, yes, Absolutely. Um, but um, when you part of that 
part of that division, you part of that man, I know it has to really hit home because you know you possibly could have saw something uh, in the sailor that could have helped them. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, take all this stuff uh, seriously, man. I don't care if it's a friend or anybody that's came to you on the low and say, hey, I've been watching this say that you go take action. Oh, yeah. yeah, go take action because then you can see it for yourself, or you can look in their eyes. Sometimes I can look in somebody's face and tell, you know, on what way they're going or what they're trying to do or whatever the case may be, man. But take action because you don't want that on your conscience. I know I don't want it on mine. Absolutely. Anyway, nope. so yeah, and this, I mean, just the job we have already is some stressors. I talk about that a lot, you know. So when you got stressors at work, and then some of these people have stressors at home too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we can't, we got to be there to support. Some people going through more shit at home than they are going through with tough schedules and stuff at work. Facts, man. That is Absolutely. facts right there, man. I'm talking about some real serious stuff, man. And, and and then you may not even know, right? You you don't know what's going on. So you coming in, you going in, you going hard on them or whatever at work. Cause they work is lacking. But now, I don't know if you guys um, get this train or whatever, but I talk to sales now about that. If sailors are not performing the way they used to to perform or acting the way they used to act, you need to ask questions. Yeah, you have to. And then you always, whenever things do happen, you start thinking about, you start thinking back like, damn, like I did say this yesterday. I did yeah. say that. Something just happened. I had a scare and I'm, I'm going to get into it. Uh, one of my, one of my guys, he listens, but I had a scare just the other day. Uh, one of my guys, we couldn't find him uh, for, for, for quarters. We couldn't find him and just a couple things. So uh, I start thinking about our last conversation, you know, in our last conversation, I was a little upset, but I wasn't upset at him. I was upset at somebody else. But I could have saw where he wasn't able to where he it, it was a chance that he couldn't differentiate yeah, yeah. between who I was upset from. And that's only because now and I'm worried about I'm only thinking about that now because, man, I'm worried about him. Where is he? Where is he? Well, did he take what I said yesterday? Like wrong? Did mm-hmm. he go, you know? And I'm, you know, my mind automatically goes to there. Uh, fortunately, he just was sleeping his damn rack, you know, when we supposed to do quarters. So when I saw him, right, I ratted to him. I'm looking around the whole ship for him, right? <laughs> so I see him, I'm, and I'm going on leave at the same time, right? So I'm going to leave. I see him coming in like, hey, chief, I'm good. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, hey, like... Uh, don't do that. I was so worried about you that I'm not even mad right now. Like I know, right? I want to I want to chew you out, man. But I'm happy that you're alive. Yeah, we're gonna figure this out later. I, te- yeah. I text my division officer. I say, hey, let's figure let's figure this shit out later. Yeah, because I'm on it, chief. <laughs> and um, I want, want I want to shout out my division officer real quick because he he listens and he enjoys hearing some of our stories and that we did things too. You know what I'm saying? Because they come places where mature. All of us are now mature in our jobs. Like like Jesse said earlier, I wasn't always, you know, this guy. I wasn't always the, you know, the guy. I am always succeeded, but I wasn't. I made mistakes too. And a lot of like our our divos and stuff like that, they like hearing that. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of junior sellers do too, because yeah. they know you could come up. You know, you could come up from from that. Yeah. Hey, and and one more thing while we while we talking about it like that is that. Um, the things I get on here and say, it's, it's, it's my opinion, right? I never had like crazy bad leadership that, that I can get up here and talk. They was so crazy. This, this, I don't have that in my Navy career. So if I'm coming up here and I'm talking about something, I'm doing anything, it's kind of my opinion about certain things or whatever, but I love everybody. I didn't work for everybody beneath me, everybody. So I'm not on here to 
to throw freaking hail mirrors at anybody uh, when I'm up here talking. I'm here to to have a good time and, and, and tell the truth. Yeah, tell it, how it, I feel. You it's know? like it's like uh it's like family. It's like yeah. having a wife, having kids. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. uh, or me. I, I got a dog, right? Saint. <laughs> I don't always like Saint. I don't always want to see Saint ass. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Every time I walk in the house, he's super excited to see me jumping on my leg. Yeah, some days, yeah, some days <laughs> I, you know, I'm ready to shake the leg on him. You know? <laughs> I don't always want to see Saint. So when we get on this, you know, podcast and we talk, you know, if we say it's two sides to everything, you know, some days I'm gonna love you. Some days, yeah, you know, I'm I'm, I'm not gonna like you, mm-hmm. you know, as much. That does not change how many people we work for. I, I've never had anybody that I work for that I didn't respect either. I did have people that I work for some days piss me off. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They might have got a couple when I got to the car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they might have got a couple to the face. Yeah. You know, and well, I ain't talk about hands. I'm talking about, you know, yeah. words. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They might have got some, you know, to that face. You know, we never, I don't think any of us, you know, in here ever, been, you know, been scared to communicate how we feel. No. Um, and, and people need to hear it. I do. Yeah. What'd you say? I censor myself all the time. Well, that's a different type of. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you at a hundred is, you know, what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you at a hundred every day. Yeah, but <laughs> down to ninety five at work. Yeah, you you have to, right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we definitely need to need to make that clear. We are gonna feel different about different stuff at different times. Yeah, most how definitely, you, man. How you come up from the from the dust that? So we kind of we kind of got off a little topic of this um of the season, man. Oh yeah. We kind of we kind of like like fade off a little bit, but I want to bring that back, man. And like, how how are you guys doing uh, right now when it comes to COVID and the season and, and all that stuff? How are you guys coping with that? Stuff? So what we're doing is um, we're not having more than ten people in the in the mess at one time during mm-hmm. training. Uh, so we split up the mess into two, maybe three groups, right? And depending on what time it is in the day, is those groups uh, turn to conduct training or whatever in the mess, right? Yeah. Um, and then during child hours, obviously, uh, it's eating time. So um, you eat, train a little bit, and get get out, right? Yeah. The next one needs to do it. Uh, we're observing COVID just as serious as everybody else. I mean, even on our, our table, man, we got these sneeze guards, right? We have our own little jailhouse. Yeah, I saw uh, the, I saw <laughs> pictures on your, on your Facebook. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, we we sit in there we we eat put our mask on in a mess like it's nothing's changed nothing's different uh, we're abiding by the rules very seriously because shit's real man yeah. yeah it's most definitely man like in the last couple of days we hit the most deaths like in in uh, U S history right now man when it comes to COVID man so mm-hmm. um, we got um, a message just came out right they doing this the curfew thing curfew? now oh yeah from like ten to five I think or something like that so. This stuff is in, I think it's San Diego State. I don't know if it's old California or it's just San Diego's uh, so county or whatever. It's but purple counties. Yeah. Purple counties. Purple counties. And, and it ain't just here, man. It's all over. You yeah. know, I got family in Philly. They just got some new guidelines and some new rules and restrictions. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's all over the country, man. Yeah. I don't even know if I don't me per I mean, I'm, I'm no specialist at all, but I really don't see the expiration date yet for this thing. Yeah. No. Yeah, I even uh, see they that t- what ninety five percent on this cure, whatever they calling it right now, this shot or whatever. But man, this stuff is bad, man. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know, I don't know, man. I was at the gas station and Morgan Freeman was telling me to put a mask on when I was pumping my gas in the car, man. On the video thing? Yeah, he was like, I am. <laughs> oh, he's like, I am Morgan Freeman, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have a responsibility. The mask is not just for me; it's for you. And I'm like, man, like. I used to watch movies about, you know, post-apocalyptic shit or, mm-hmm. you know, different things. And this was the shit that they had, the yeah. visual that they had in the movies. We, we like, we're living that now. We're yeah. about to die. Ooh, and I, <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, man, but, um, on the, 
the things we doing over there in my command, man, is like we taking when it comes to the the season, we taking the COVID thing real serious too. And I, in a way, man, I just think back on it. I'm a, I know I'm going to think back on it and and the training the guy is going to actually get because um, when we in the when when all the the chiefs in the mess at the same time, man, we feed off each other. Yeah. We we do a lot of things like that and and, and come always come up with a good product now. Uh, we're gonna be separated a lot, you know, and and things like that. So it's gonna be hard for them. But I think at the end of the day, though, we gotta stay safe. At the end of the day, yeah. Um, I, don't, it, I don't know if it. I don't know what it's gonna do for the memory, because uh, yeah. my memory. I had a really good, you know, season. Uh, all of those people meant a lot to me. Yeah. Uh, the the CMC. This well, the command senior chief at that time was the CMC Joe Hanley. I'll never forget this guy. Like mm-hmm. ingrained, you know, ingrained in my memories. Uh, for the shit that he did that I hated you know what I'm saying and then yeah. the things that he did that you know I admired and um I hope that you know and we'll we'll find a way you know yeah. we'll, we'll definitely always do find like, a way we always do um and then one thing about this whole process too we never stop learning either though so yeah. you know we it's, it's one of those things where you got to get introduced to it and you got to get a good feeling you got to find your voice on how you gonna do things and 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 how it's gonna hit you when you walk down the p-way and they say hey chief Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you got to figure out how you're going to you're going to react to that, man, because it's going to happen. Were y'all expecting those results to come out the no. day they came out? Oh, no. man. It was anybody like I, we just, I just got an email. And they say, oh, these results going to be out tomorrow. I'm like, what? It's supposed to go out in December. Yeah. 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 Tomorrow. <laughs> it's tomorrow. It's like, hey, y'all ready? Yeah. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. I guess. Uh, 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 <laughs> one of our senior chiefs, he's the he's the chair, you know, and uh, the new we got a new CMC coming in. He was like, you know, y'all ready for tomorrow, you know, for the season to start? He's like, he told me, he's like, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> he, he told, I'm going to be honest with you. I, we wasn't expecting this. <laughs> so we had a couple, you know, a couple last minute meetings and stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, what is it? You know, we geared up. We ready to go, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think the, the the cool thing about this season is that it's going to test the mess. It's going to test us. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And because we preach communication, we preach the same page. So when we split up the mess, um, the selectees should not receive any less than our best yeah, because we're on the same page. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, but it, this COVID stuff is really going to put uh, put us to the test, and I'm I'm actually looking forward to it, man. And yeah. So for for all the non you know military selects, that's whoever got selected to uh, chief petty officer. That's what we mean by when we say selects. Yeah, and we can't. It's a lot of stuff that we can't say about it. So that's the reason why you know some stuff might not be as clear as uh, other stuff. A lot of this stuff is secret, but we did we did want to talk about it with some kind of respect. And again, congrats to everybody that's up for it and good luck. Some of you got eight weeks. Some of y'all got four weeks. That's a new thing. That's another difference. You know, some people on shore that got, they, they going to they gonna do the whole eight weeks. I just talked to one of my guys. I mean, I don't know if that's right or not. If it's wrong, I'm sorry. I'm probably getting somebody in trouble right now. But <laughs> I just talked to somebody. I was like, yeah, you know, um, y'all got the Christmas break with it. He's like, nah, chief, we got eight weeks. Oh, I said, shit. okay, uh, y'all got eight weeks. So I was like, my guys got like four. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. We had we, we hunky-dory until uh, end of December or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I tell you what, man, if anybody, if any select or any chief catches, it's probably going to shut the season down. Oh, yeah. I I, I I would not be surprised if the season like shut down for a little while if someone catches, especially a select. Talk about COVID, right? COVID, yeah. Okay. Somebody catch it, I, I can see it being shut down. Or we just stick them up in the hangar and just leave his ass there while we let the season continue. Yeah. No, quarantine, <laughs> man. Quarantine <laughs> and chill, man. 14 days, man. 
one of the big one of the another big reason why we got Jesse over here because he got a unique story about season his season our seasons right yeah so the second season right so i like i said i can't we can't talk that much about seasons mm-hmm. but you know i'm a big i look at you know non-verbal cues and i look at people's facial expressions and a lot of times going through the first season you know you see in people's eyes like uh, i don't want to really i don't want to be here mm-hmm. right now you know what i'm saying but going through the second season and i mean as motivated as you were, as a couple times I looked in your eyes, I'm like, man, this dude, he ready for this to be over. Absolutely. <laughs> um, first off, for the listeners again, hey, we only supposed to go through one season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, our guests I went through that. two seasons. Two seasons, man. Eleven Unique, and a half weeks right? of training, man. Still, I, and, you know, and and um, when when it when it first happened, you know, when when it, when he you know when he got enough, and that was a big thing too. So, but. Well, I'm, let me let me say this story, but I got a I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. So, first, the story is, I'm, I was new to the mess for that season. I, I I was new to the mess, but you know, my whole thing was, all right, you know, I don't care that he went through two seasons. I'm new to the mess. I'm gonna give him the energy, <laughs> like like you know, you know, some other. Yeah, with some questions about you know the the approach about it and everything, but you know when. Again, he's a good, you know, team player and a, a good sport about everything. But I remember just thinking, like, hey, he's going to get the same season energy <laughs> from me that everybody else going to get. But, you know, when you see you see a leader, you see, you know, you see a guy, you know, some of that stuff becomes different. But this uh, a question I want to ask you is how did it feel waiting on the results and then wondering, were you wondering, like, what if I don't get picked up this year? The second time? Yeah. You know, to be honest, man, I wasn't even thinking about it, mm-hmm. right? Um, because we were in the basic phase, getting ready mm-hmm. for a deployment, and well, I was my mentality was it'd be great, mm-hmm. um, but at that time, right after the whole year had passed for the second time, um, I was I was just numb. Yeah, you know, um, it was. It was just what it is, man. It was. It was. Uh, I wasn't really thinking about it. Um, we're getting. We're working and stuff, and I forget who it was. Um, but he's like, "Are you ready for the day?" I'm like, "What the fuck's the day, man?" Like the results come out. I was like, "Oh shit, okay." Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I, I don't really care about it, man. Because um, in my mind, I was so checked out. Um, yeah. From and and during that time though, we had the. We had the hard hitters on board too. Oh yeah, we had some. We had some. We had some. Some, oh, some, some hard hitters on board. Yeah, exactly. So I know people talk to you probably on the side, on the low, and like, hey. So it was. Um, do you mind if I do the story, or do you want to? No, go ahead. Okay, man. All so, is. so what happened was, uh, I picked up Chief in uh, uh, seventeen, um, but my name was on hold. Mm-hmm. Um, so they brought me up to the camp stay room with CMC, and. Um, Mike and the CMC is like, hey man, your name's on hold, but my plan is to run you through the season because, well, I've never seen anybody on hold not get selected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, fuck it, let's dance. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm always ready and I was, I've been grinding for this day, so let's do it. Um, and from day one, and Saul will tell you that it was, holy shit, for, four, for the first four weeks, it took everything out of me not to fucking do something to get me out of the season. Yeah. Right? Because 
you, uh, Damon knows me from day one. I was a hard-headed, 100% full speed ahead guy, but you couldn't tell me shit, right? I was, I was me. I was Jason. Alpha, alpha. I was being one Hernandez, and you ain't telling me shit, right? Um, and the whole part of the season, you're not that, yeah, right? You're a team player now, and I was never that way, right? So I every day I walk out pissed the fuck off. Um, I had to like have my knife away because I was like in my head I'm gonna stab some motherfucker. <laughs> uh, so I had to give my my knife to Matt. I'm like, here, take this shit. Um, so it took four and a half weeks to finally break me yeah um and at that point i started having fun yeah i was like holy shit man remember remember when that shit clicked yeah. um and i started having fun again man i was like man this is awesome i actually enjoy because i'm a heritage kind of guy i'm a history buff and um yeah i really enjoy yeah. the the whole chief shit um i really enjoy it man and the when that happened i was like man i can do this and and then four days before pinning that that was that was it was four days before pending. Yeah, right. We're we're getting ready for final night, man. Yeah, damn. Yeah, and um, CMC. I got my name called uh, to the Campbell State Room, um, and they shut the door. And when they shut the door, it's never good. Yeah, right. Nothing uh-huh. nothing ever good comes of a, a closed door conversation. And the first words out of Cal's mouth is they fucked up. I was like, "Fuck you, mean?" And he handed me a piece of paper. And it said, your name has been taken off the list. Mm-hmm. Right? So I just threw by uh, the paper to, uh, to Mike. And I was like, is that it? And I walked the fuck off. Yeah. Right? Um, and CMC caught me outside. And I tried to give him my vessel. <laughs> right? I was like, I was real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, definitely. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a, that's the, the interrupt for a second. It's emotional. Oh, yeah. It's physical. And like you said, it took four and a half weeks just to establish the, I'm going to say humility. That's probably not the best word, but mm-hmm. just to establish the humility to be going through that. So yep. then to hear that at that moment, yeah, I get it. So uh, I tried to give it to him and he was like, man, just take a minute. So I went down straight to Burden and the very first thing I did was just, I yelled. Yeah. Right. I yelled and I stood there and was like, what the fuck do I do now? Right. Yeah. Um, so what I did is I took out my badge. I put my vest on my rack, and they called me on the boat deck, right? So immediately, I went from being pissed off at the world, pissed off at the Navy, they fucked up, they don't know what they did, to I got to go put this boat in the water. Yeah. So I went up. I didn't tell nobody, right? Uh, I went up, put my jacket on, nothing, lost the boat. Nobody could tell anything different from me. Um, but inside, I was dying. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely dying, man, because... Nobody has ever made a change like that in my life, ever, right? I've been me, the same cocky fuck for 17 years, or at that time, 15 years. So um, for that to happen, and then for me to be able to switch it off and go straight into boat mate mode and launching the boat, and then going doing that, <laughs> the, the most humbling part about that whole situation that day was when I went down to the Mestex. Mm-hmm. To go eat, yeah. Because right? at that time we're eating, eating in the mess. Oh man, yeah. And I walked in. I didn't say nothing. I just walked in, sat down with my boss mates like I always did. Yeah. And they just looked at me like I was batshit crazy. I'm like, what you doing down here, Chief Select? I'm like, hey man, I'm just being one. Yeah. And they're just like, what? And I just ate and I bounced, 
and I went up to the bosun locker. Uh, I told my BM2, I said, hey, man, you're the LPO, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what? He's like, what? Like, I'm taking back over. Yeah. And I told him what happened, and they're like, all right. And he just fell right back into what it was um, and went to work. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one thing that, that I will always remember and I always carry with me is that that same day, I think after dinner, uh, CMC came and got me from where I was. He's like, hey, man, um, come to the mess real quick. So I was like, all right. So I walk in, and all the Chiefs were in there, every single one of them. Uh, and I could see, like, motherfuckers were crying, right? They were mad, just straight up just angry. It was like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, and they all, like, came out, shook my hand. Was like, I'm sorry. And like, hey, man, ain't shit, you know? Uh, I've already, I, in my mind, I'd already, like, moved on. Yeah. Um, even though inside I was done. Um, but they had me sing Anchors Away one more time with them. Yeah. Like, like it gives me goosebumps to think about it every time I, I, I think about it. And I went on about my day. Yeah. Right? Uh, next day, went on, and that was it. Right? At work, you wouldn't tell anything happened. Right? I was back to being the LPO. I was still leading my sailors, still doing hundreds and 99s inspections. Ain't nothing happened. Nothing changed. My my demeanor, my my way of working never stopped. Yeah. Um, but if you talk to my wife, um, I fucking hit the lowest of the low. Mm-hmm. Um, I started drinking a lot. Um, a lot and late into the night, just straight up drinking. I was like, yeah, this is shitty. And I thought about getting out the Navy. Yeah. I thought about it. I remember. I remember you talking about it before, yeah. man. I was looking yeah. at, like, Border Patrol jobs. I was looking at fucking getting the fuck away from the Navy, right? Because they just fucked me up bad. Um, and then when that day came out and uh, we uh, did the uh, <laughs> a man overboard when he just now uh, did the results, in my head throughout that whole year, is like, if I get selected again, I'm not doing the I'm season. I'm going to say no. Yeah. And yeah. I remember talking to yeah, you about it. I remember. Uh, I talked to Damon a lot. Um, and I'm like, I'm, I'm just not doing it. Fuck that shit. That, hell no. That's any, any person in their right mind would not put themselves through that shit again. Um, and I talked to Mike. Mike's dumbass. He, yeah. he says yes to anything. Yeah. Shout I out said, to Mike, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm in Virginia. Um, I said, Mike, would you do that shit again? He's like, fuck yeah. I'm like, you're fucking dumb as fuck. <laughs> He's like, I do it again. I love my season. Like, I do it. I do it again right now. Me too. I do it a third time if I had to. Yeah, I do it again too. And believe me, it's that much fun once you buy into it. Yeah. Um, but I was dead set. I even told our old CMC. I told our new CMC. I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. He's like, you won't get accepted. I'm like, well, I guess fuck it then, huh? I just won't get accepted. I'll be one of those. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I only had like. Four years left in the Navy. I was going to get out at 20. Yeah. Right? Because I was going to get out, and then I realized that it was going to take me to like 17-year mark, 17 17 mark. And I was like, well, that's dumb. I might as well stay in and hit 20. Um, but I was going to be in E7. I was, I was fine with it. Yeah. Completely fine with it. And the results came out. Again, my name was on the list, and all my fucking friends were on yeah, the list. Yeah, yeah, that's what you told me. All of them. I was like, what the fuck? And they all gathered around me like, you're really not doing a season with us? I was like, No. <laughs> like come on man like no and then Bernie uh, yeah Bernie you know, pulled me yeah. aside and he's like hey man take the day go talk to the wife and see what happens come back to me tomorrow so I'm like alright it was like in the morning I took off uh, went and talked to Des and she's uh, asked him like 
can I do the season again? Because she was a big part of it. Big part the, of it. The, yeah. No, shout out to Des too. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the, the spouses, man. They're they're Jesus Christ. Um, she was she was up two three o'clock in the morning with us, and in yeah. our house, and she was out there making burritos and shit like with the rest of the spouses. So, um, I said, can we do it again? She's like, let's do this shit. Yeah, because like, it, it is a big it is a big drain on yeah. spouse. Yeah. So uh, in my head, I was like, I didn't want to do this shit again. What the fuck you say yes for? Yeah. yeah. Um, and she, I was like, all right, fuck it. So I went down to the bar, had one last beer, and that was it. And I went through season again. Um, but for like four weeks, I couldn't say shit. Uh, nobody would let me say anything. Right. You already knew kind of how to how <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. Or you know how to I knew the dance. Um, but the the fact that um, I was able to do it again. Um, had a, had a, the mess had a lot to do with that because of the support. Yeah. The support that was there, the the motivation that they gave me, and then talking to you uh, almost on a daily yeah. after that shit. Um, you told me that you're a new chief and that you're always going to give 100% all this crazy stuff. Like, it clicked something in me, man. Like, this shit don't stop. Yeah, no. Nothing stops. Right, uh, like that podcast you guys had uh, last week. The Navy don't stop, the mess don't stop, right? Um, and that was my mentality ever since. And as a chief, I've always, I've carried that with me. So I want to say thank you to you, right, and Thanks, Damon, man. right, because you guys, YouTube in particular, like pushed me to be a better sailor and the chief I am today, um, because of the of the talks that we had during the season. Yeah. yeah. Um, and. I'm glad that I was able to. I'm still talk to y'all because, well, shit, I, I think I go crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of your story. Yeah, and and with this story though, is is I'm here to tell you, man, and 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 I've been like I said, I made chief a while ago, man. But I w- I have to give a shout out to that mess, the year you made it, man. Yo, like that I love entire that love that mess, that entire oh. mess, man. We was so strong oh, that yeah. that it wasn't even funny, man. I, I don't care who you are, whatever. We know yeah. exactly who was in that mess. <laughs> we know what was going on. We know how we mess. fit how we fit in. Oh, I'm yeah. a, I'm a, I'm a name. I'm gonna name a couple people. Um, it's, it probably alienate some listeners, but yeah. Angelo, Angelo, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Tom, Dirk, Dirk. Yeah, man, it, it was some it was some heavy junior, hitters in the junior. junior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> Bernie was there, right? Bernie. Bernie, yeah, Bernie was there by that time. Yeah. First CMC junior, you you know, old boss uh, mate. Hell yeah, yeah. old boss <laughs> mate, man. We had some no crap heavy hitters in there, man. People, Anna, that, Anna, Anna, Anna <laughs> Matt, Matt, Erica, like hey, we could, like we going on. I mean, I'm talking about real respect for, like, oh, yeah. like real respect for for a lot of those guys, man. Oh. But you know what? What's crazy, man? Um, when you when your story was going on, I don't know if I ever talked about this or said anything, but I was put on hold too. Did I ever, did I ever talk about that? No. For Chief? <laughs> man, Chief. We got a story. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> I was, I was, yeah, you hear him, I was actually Let's put go, on baby. hold too, man. Mm. So how my thing worked was, I look, I'm going to tell you, I had this crazy story. Like, I used, big, big shots out of Jeremy, man. It's like, so I had, for some reason, thought Jeremy knew that I made Chief. Because, you know, when you're on a carrier, I made it on a carrier. So when you're on a carrier, you had a fire marshal office and the Chief in there and the fire marshal and all them. He kept telling me, and we haven't, me and him didn't, never had this conversation like this, but I'm just telling you my side of it. So he kept telling me, hey, I need you to move. I was the LPO. I need you to move up to the fire marshal office. Like, it's like maybe a month or something for the chief. I was thinking, like, why you want me to move up there? I ain't no other 
you know, the LPO I mean, first class up there. You want me to move up there? He kept saying, it. I said, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I had my own little spot where I was at. I'm good. So the results came out. They passed the name of the 1MC. They ain't passed my name of the 1MC. So he was kept telling, he kept like three or four times telling me, check your your profile sheet. Check your profile. Check, you know what, you show your results. Keep checking, keep checking. I never went and checked it. Mm-hmm. I never looked at it. And I, I, they called the names out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they called the names out. My name's not on it. And then uh, later on that day, I still didn't check it. They called me up to the uh, the captain. Called me up there and said, hey, uh, you 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 been put on hold or whatever, and I was like, hold oh, what 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 is hold? Um, and I found out it was about um, I went to Catholic Mass two years prior to that. What's the story? So I went to Catholic Mass. Yeah, so yeah. so uh, uh, we flooded out an engine, and I, I'm, I'm gonna take a lot of that credibility. I'm the LPO, whatever. Yeah. We flooded out an engine, two point five million dollars. I went to Catholic Mass for oh, it. Yeah, you told me that. Story. Yeah, I told you the story. I went to Catholic <laughs> Mass for it, and um. And me and the chief, actually, um, big shots out. I ain't going to say your name, but, you know, you just made Master Chief. <laughs> um, but we freaking uh, went to Captain Mass. And so I wasn't even looking forward to making Chief take you. You know, yeah. you go to Mass, you say, okay, five years. So you're not even not thinking about it. Then, so I wasn't worried about it. But I put put on hold. So um, two days go by. I wasn't even going with them. I wouldn't, you know. I was in like limbo. I had to write this. They told me to write. Uh, uh, I had to write a statement mm. about what happened. So I wrote this whole statement out. They sent it sent it off. And so now the CMC say, hey. it was like, I'm, I'm sitting in my bed. It's like me and Elican, you know, we were sitting in the bed. It's probably like 10, 11 at night. And they say, hey, you going through the season, right? Mm. CMC hit me up. You going through the season. So there was a time where, you know, it was hardcore. Mm-hmm. So it was already 10, 11 o'clock at night. I had to go join what they were doing. The selects, what they was doing. <laughs> right? Because they, they wouldn't do it. They was up at 3, 4 every morning. That's, we was, that's our normal time. 3, 4 in the morning trying to do stuff, trying to get. We still ain't get shit, right? But we were trying, though, right? <laughs> yeah. So um, end up. So what brought me, why I wanted to tell this story was when I found out that I made it was September the 9th. Mm that's when I got the message saying right. I was going, I was yeah. going, I was going to get pinned. So you, it could have went either way. Could it was going either way. Didn't know. September ninth came out and said, "Okay, you gonna get pinned." And that's just crazy. Yours was less time than that. So just think about the whole time you going through this. You mentally and you locked in, and yeah. I didn't know. I, I could have been the same boat you've yeah. been in, man. Yeah, fact, no crap. Um, I had a a chief select that I heard about, right? Uh, that was a chief select for like three hundred and sixty something days. Uh, Even ran, afterwards, yeah. So oh, wow. they ran him through the season. They let him do final night because he's still on hold. Yeah, right. And he was on hold until the results came out the next year. Damn, it's crazy. And the day before the the results came out, his shit finally cleared, and he got to put on anchors. Mm, right. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he did the the final, final night and all yeah. that stuff, but um, yeah, he was on hold the whole time. So he's a chief select the whole wow. time. Wow, yeah. yeah, and talk about. Fucking crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they and they had to be a chief select too. Like yeah, badge and everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't man. know if they. I don't know if they ran. The yeah, throughout. Yeah, if it was the <laughs> yeah. That's good. Uh, That'd be crazy. Right? Just every day I, I because just, you, you I know what probably happened though. He probably got paid. You know what yeah. I mean? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you got to put it on him now. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's like a sad day. You six months in a, you know, going in a mess reporting. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been eating in the mess this whole time, man. Yeah. That's crazy, man. I, I think that's. Uh, this is probably one of the stupidest things you can do. Yeah, I, I don't think the Navy has it right yet with no. the on hold thing. No. Right, yeah. it should be just 
There's nobody on hold when the D6 and below results come out. Yeah. No, it's either you make it or you don't. Yeah. You know the crazy thing about it is, man, I didn't even know what the H meant. I saw oh. the thing say the H. I didn't even know what that meant. What is the H? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I still want to know what is it. Because it's, I mean, they sit and, you know, they go figure this out mm-hmm. or whatever. So we come out of here with this not figured out or we need more information. If yeah. anybody got any more information for us, let us know. PTSFpodcast at gmail.com. Like, yeah. Do you, anybody know what that is when you go on hold? I'm assuming that you fit the criteria. You get all the checks in the box, but you have a captain mask on your thing. So they want to know, right, you got everything good to go. You good, but just a little checkbox probably. Yeah, I'm so is it, is it they just want to know why you want the yeah. mask? Because I'm assuming it, it depends on what it is. If it's something real crazy, they be like, oh, no. This well, I don't know about that, man, because uh, so there was a <laughs> – I'm going to tell you a little story. Uh, so the reason that I was on hold was a mask case I had four and a half years prior. Uh-huh. Um, and I had gone to mask with like 12 other busmates. Yeah. Um, it was me and another BM1, right, leading the charge on this case. Um, and we went up for the same thing. Yeah. Right? We both got 30 days restriction, right? Got a shitty eval. He made it two years prior to me. Mm-hmm. Mm. He was never put on hold. So I don't know what the fuck that is, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe because I had gone to mass the year prior as well. Um, I went to mass two years in a row. My first two years was first class. Um, Way to go, man. Yeah, thanks. Uh, hold hold that, on, hold man. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Hey, Way to go, man. I'm sorry. Hey. Like, mass twice. Something I'm not proud Season of. Season twice. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. I do everything twice, man. Um, no. So I got a mass. A year after my first eval was the first class was an SP because mm-hmm. I went to mass. I didn't get well, restricted. That's probably was it right there. Yeah. But the very next, almost to the year, mm-hmm. uh, went to mass again. But that was for a different thing, and and then I was a first class longer than I was in the name. In, in, I was a first class longer than it took me to make first class. Yeah, uh, I made being one of seven years, right? And if I hadn't gotten in trouble, I think I would have made it made chief in nine. Yeah, right. But it took me all the way up to 15 because of these cases. Yeah. yeah. Um, either way, I think it made me a better sailor. And we learned from everything. Yeah. Right? And we we, and from. We, but we, we talked about in uh, one of our other uh, episodes, we talked about being that first class that went to mass and then having to wait like that four to five year period. Mm-hmm. And uh, just because, I mean, you performing for five years at like the highest level that it could be even a year after you went through the season you still were performing at Mm -hmm. a high level and um we don't really do it for any of that but that i mean that got to be hard too to just perform 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 what's next what's next what's next it's just something you got to do man like it's you don't join the navy just to sit still yeah you know what i mean um and it goes back to the conversation we had man you got to give it full throttle every day yeah um because if if you're not working to towards a goal then what the fuck are you doing yeah right you're not making anybody better you're not making yourself better right and you always want to be better than the last one yeah or like i always want to be um a role model for my son to look up to right because i never i didn't grow up with a dad so um i don't know what a dad looks like but i know what i want my son to look up at yeah um and until they kick me out I'm going to stay here and I'm going to still give it 100%. Do you still compete? And 
So I know we talk about 100%, right? Mm-hmm. We we give it 100%. But do you still, in, in, in the space that you're in as a chief, do you still actually compete? Like, do you still look at other people as, hey, this guy? No. Okay. I, no. And I, I didn't think you did. Um, And you guys talked about this on well, episode four, um, where is it okay to be greedy or selfish? Selfish, yeah. yeah. Um, and I agree with both of y'all. Like, it's your first four or five years as E1 yeah, to E4, E5, you got to you gotta be stingy as hell yeah. with yourself. But once you put on those those second-class crows or first-class crows, now it's not about you no more. Yeah. Um, and I took that on a personal level. Um, so, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't look at who's above me or who's below me or what I – no, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, my focus is are my guys advancing, are my guys knowledgeable enough so I can take a day off. That's what I work for. Yeah, yeah. Is can I leave the fucking ship and be okay with what the what the guys are doing? Um, and that's my main focus. Yeah. So um, I don't compete, right? But I get inspired. I see motherfuckers yeah. like you. I see yeah. people like you, and I uh, I know that it's happening around me. Like, damn, yeah. yo, Jesse is eating every day. He's getting to it. Yeah. You know, Damon is getting to it every day. Who am I to not? You know, who am yeah. I to not get to it? You know. So I like man every time like it amazes me i see you guys as drivers every picture on facebook i see you pinning a pinning a cell mm-hmm. or something or highlighting somebody every time I, every interaction we have that's like it's driving me man and it's yeah. good i think it's good to keep people around you or uh you know keep people in the vicinity of you that you see that what yeah. and that that motivates you to just continue to do good mm-hmm. yeah i'm I'm saying way too man I, I i'm competitive too though Right, yeah, so yeah. I always, I always look across the room. I look at people, but I, it, it inspires me more than me trying to beat them. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, because I always, I always, you know, my best is good enough. You know what I mean? Because I know what I'm gonna put in for. I yeah. know my, the work I'm gonna put in. I feel like some most of the time, like my best is 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 good, man. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard to compete in this space. It's yeah. not. It's not. And and I'm gonna be saying and be honest. You know, in the Navy, after making first class, competition is not that. Thick, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm not saying that Chiefs ain't out here getting to it, but again, Chiefs ain't really competing in them first classes. I've been in some first class mess messes where they weren't in nowhere near in line of like operating amazingly, man. Yeah. Most definitely. I, I agree. <laughs> well, I think being a first being a first class was probably the hardest rank I've ever did because even though they're not working towards a goal or not being the best they can, there's still some bad stab motherfuckers, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, they'll yeah. they'll stab you in the back. They'll, they'll yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah, that's like yeah. And so when I after my first three years of first class, I was I was trying to get every qual, every all bullshit, and nothing helped. Right, I did everything I, I needed to do, and the captain asked me, well, "Where do you stand?" Well, I think I'm number one fucking one. He's like, yeah. "Well, I think you're wrong," and he gave me like a number one MP. I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> how, how are we not seeing each other?" Yeah. Um, but I think and and it had a lot to do with my attitude. Right, right, uh, and my division wasn't performing like they needed to, um, no, but I was in my mind. I was this shit, mm-hmm. um, but I lost track of what an LPO was, right? So when I finally got my mind around it, I was like, I can give two shits what everybody else is doing around me, um, and I stopped worrying about the first classes, right? Um, and that's I, when that's when. That's when it, it just, clicks. Yeah, it yeah, just that's when it clicks. And everybody's yeah. like, "How do you do this?" I'm like, "How do you not?" Yeah. yeah. How do you? How are you worried about you? Once you get to this level, it's not about you anymore. Yeah. yeah. 
there's there's nothing about you that attracts anybody to you right it's everything about your division you write about the backstabbing it's like like you said it's people that's not even like we're not even tracking the same and you, yeah. <laughs> what you mad at? we're not on the same level man <laughs> different like, departments <laughs> different everything like we ain't man. even yeah. tracking the same dude yeah. what's up you know I mean, I, remember when, I remember when i was first class man i was one of the, the top first classes on board and then i went to captain mass man i remember Conversation of men's day, like, hey, we got one more gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? They like, hey, we know he ain't gonna be in there next the, year. Off you know the what chopping mean? block. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Gotta worry about him next year. You know, so it's all good, man. I think um, being in Chiefs Mess, it, it's not easy. I'll tell you what. Being a first class hardest rank, yeah. Being in Chiefs Mess probably the the more the most pressure I've ever felt. Yeah. In the Navy. Yeah. And and that's it's good. Cause it keeps me on my toes. Because that that, that anchor is heavy, man. It is very. Yeah. It's, it's heavy. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff that goes on, man. That we do that behind closed doors too, though. Oh yeah. Like like sailors thing. We just walk through the P-ways and and, 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 and drink coffee all day, <laughs> yeah. man. But it's a it's a lot of pressure, a, a, a lot of pressure, um, that's put on your shoulders and you have to perform. Um, but it's how you perform it is is mm-hmm. the key. Um, when we, when we talk about lean on each other and stuff like that, man, it's real. Because we don't know all the answers, right? Yeah. So, but we, it's somebody that's probably been through that predicament before or been in that situation before that can help you out. Mm-hmm. But do you have the voice to go in there? Do you, hum, are you humbled enough Absolutely. to go in there and ask for help? <laughs> so, you know what I mean? I was thinking about that when you was talking. It's a lot of prep work that come to talking to another chief about anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know before before Jesse left, me and Jesse had, you know, just, I'm he, I'm an EM, he a boatswain's mate, so it's, it's things that, you know, y'all got to talk about. Like, so he'd be, hey, Damo, you know, this broke, you know, we need to fix it. Um, but some people are guarded. You know, we talked about it before. Like, some people, like, this is my equipment, this is my shop, this is my yeah. division, this is my space. <laughs> yeah. Like, you got to be prepared to have a, like, alright, let me, you know, make sure my shit right, you yeah. know, before I go talk to this person. And then, even when my shit right, alright, I need to have backup, because this person is going to fight yeah. this, whatever it is, no matter what. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, hey, you know, can you tell your guys to stop putting cups on my controllers, because... The, I don't want the water to splash on the electric control. Well, they got to drink water. Yeah, well, you, what are you saying, Dom? What are you saying? Like, it's like, damn, dude, I wasn't trying to get a fight out of, you know, out yeah, of this. Man. Cups off my shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. So then you get mad. You just stop taking the cups off the fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? Then you just get pissed, you know, but it's always a lot of a prep work. You talked about it. You talked about it when you said you had a guy that was like combative uh, or whatever in the mess and somebody said something to him and normally yeah. he would argue but he, he got his bearings and then he went back yeah M- me i'm normally i normally get my bearings first and then i get mad jesse right so i get my bearings. i, I prepared right i prepared to go to war i got my armor i got the backup weapon i got the weapon at hand i got a list of shit that you know i'm ready <laughs> to hit you with and then i go up to the person like hey you know they got cups on the control oh you don't you know, i tell my guys to take it off and i'm like fuck <laughs> Fuck. Fuck, I was ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that's how it is too, man. Almost every time, man, you ready to go, oh, yeah. and then all of a sudden the conversation don't go like you want, man. You want to come on, please say the wrong thing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was ready for you, and it, 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 but like having like you know guys with type A personalities, I notice is a lot easier to deal with guys with the type A personalities yeah. than it is yeah. to deal with a, like you know betas because you, you know I could go. I've never had an issue going to you about anything. No. You know, and, I, and speaking of that, man, we was, we was talking about like, like, you know, keeping going, keep pushing yourself, keep pushing yourself. So when I was when I was there for that last little bit of the, the, the deployment, like 
this dude just be there talking to me all the time. I kind of wanted to like be like, hey man, this last month, I'm just trying to ride this thing off and get up <laughs> out of here or whatever. But me and he just always had these conversations all the time, like like talking about stuff. That I wasn't gonna, I wasn't to, gonna let that happen. Yeah, man, like, I wasn't gonna let stuff. it go, man. And then he asked me questions because you know, Dumbo, he witty as hell. Yeah. He witty, how he words stuff and things yeah. like this. But he he asked me a question like, "So you gonna do it like that?" And then I made me think like, "Yeah, oh, oh, man, man, I guess I better do it." Look, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to start. Look, he 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 at like he at what minus three as far as the time he owes the ship, right? Meaning that he three years overtime, yeah. right? I mean, three months overtime, and I'm like, hey, man, you know, let's start this program. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's come on. Let's hit yeah. this program, man. We, yeah. these, these sellers, these sellers want to hear you, man. Let's go, yeah. man. But you know, one thing about it, though, man, and that's that's nothing I never, I had an issue with. Um, but before I say this, I want to say, hey, um, all the stuff that, that we sitting here talking about and we saying, hey, we, 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 we love how we operate and how we do business, it came in trial and error. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you know I mean, we, we we most definitely um, then done our little done our stuff and, and got in trouble for it and learned from it. That's the key. Everything you do in life, you learning from it or you getting feedback from somebody to help you along the way mm-hmm. to get better at, yeah. at, at what you're doing and how you're doing it. And this, and this ain't a uh, it's not a, a play play thing with, with any of us. This Mm-mm. is this is a real thing. We you know, when we talk about problems that the Navy is facing or that some junior sellers are facing. And a lot of these conversations come from us actually talking to junior sellers and us having an observation of the problems that the Navy facing. We don't come on here any week wherever on here to bitch about the Navy. I will say myself, I love it. You know, it changed my life. You know, it saved my life. The Navy really, really helped me. It's a great factor. It uh, played a part in uh, me meeting my wife. And that's the best decision I ever made in my life was was to marry her. So I never want anybody to ever take that we don't like it or it's things we in here bitching about. It's things we're in here talking about that we want to see change. Absolutely. Concerns. You know what I mean? Not nothing that's like you know, there's our own focus group. Yeah, yeah. This I is know, it. right? This is it. <laughs> oh, probably part of one. Man. This yeah. is the focus group. This is yeah. it. This is it, man. But you had it. Sounded like you had you was going somewhere else with what you were talking about. He lost track. Yeah, I did lose track a little bit. <laughs> but but I was um want to talk about the 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 motivational piece and 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 people coming to me talking to me personally. I had a lot of sailors come talk to me. For all the sailors, I I do not take that stuff for granted. I love when somebody want to come talk to me about yeah. some issue and about something they got going on um, because I feel like that I, that the reason why they coming to me because I'm doing something that they like or they they feel like that that I'm someone they'll come talk to. Yeah. So I don't take none of that stuff for granted. I love when sailors come talk to me. I'm ready for you guys' questions too, man. I got a lot of stuff to say and a lot of stuff to talk about. Yes, you um, do. So hit us up, man. <laughs> PTSF podcast at Gmail. Yeah, most definitely, man. And, um, and 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 every day, all day, um, positive mental attitude. Did you read that somewhere? Yeah, 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 what yeah, was yeah. That? yeah. TMA is that is that the TMA, new man. slogan? Yeah, uh, TMA man. Statement of the positive day, mental attitude, paper. man. Yeah, man, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, man. Got to stay positive, man. Absolutely, every day. Hey, so I I got a question for y'all that I was thinking I wanted to ask y'all. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. just with y'all two being people that I would cite as like. Uh, well, before I do that. Shout out Native American, a Native American Heritage Month. 
uh, it's Native American Heritage Month, so I want to go ahead. Yeah, this, this month. month. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. So I want to go shout out, shout them out. If we're wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> November, <laughs> November. No, you're good. November, yeah, man. Native American Heritage Month. Yep. Um, so I want to go ahead and shout shout them out. And then uh, we also want to shout out the Marine who saved somebody from drowning, right? Yeah, man. Um, staff, what is a staff sergeant, Billy Dixon? Yeah. So Billy Dixon was honored at uh, in Okinawa, November 13th, for saving a local woman from drowning after getting caught in a rip current. Oh, yeah, man. It seemed like it's one of those things, man. When I was reading the story about it, it was like one of the things, like it was like second nature to the guy, man. Like, <laughs> like they told him they came, they told him he jumped in the water. Like, it wasn't even like he, he thought it was like an easy day. He, he, he sounded like, like a, he sound like an alpha guy, man. Yeah, man. Like, he, the way he said it, like it like, says, uh, Dixon's ease and hazardous water and his dedication to fitness, fitness. He said physical yeah. fitness. He said enabled him to rescue local women. He was a lifeguard. Yeah. He was a lifeguard before. He said, adrenaline kicked in. I had no time to waste. When he yeah. went under, he saw her like 10 feet down, and she was pretty much unresponsive. So, yeah. hey, man, shout hey, out shout to her, out, man. man. You know? Hey, so, but back to the question I wanted to ask y'all. I'm going to start with you. Um, uh, what do you think is your biggest flaw as a leader? Mm. Oh, that's easy. Easy. My biggest flaw is caring, man. You talk too much. Your biggest flaw is caring? Yeah. Because so I think sometimes I, his biggest flaw is yes. a positive attribute. No, it is. Bear, huh? It is because because <laughs> hey, that's like when women say I love too hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same thing. Same thing. Same Not thing. The same thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, same thing. Okay. But but I think it, it gets to me. Some I think it gets me sometimes. Uh-huh. I mean I. I'm not here saying I don't have more flaws, but I, that's yeah, what, I feel like one. I think one of my biggest ones because um, I always want to see sailors do good, mm-hmm. but some of those sailors don't want to do good. Some of them always going to be, but I'm here to, I'm here like, no, come here. Yeah. After my eight time talking to him, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get the best out of him regardless of what the, what, the, what the situation. I probably should have let go a long time ago, Yeah, but I always want these sailors to, to win. And I talk to them all the time about winning, how you can do this different, how you can do that different. Um, and then the next day they go out there and do something else. When, when in a way, I didn't went up and say, hey, bring that sailor to me. I done had sailors got to get in trouble before, mm-hmm. not even in my division. And guess what I say? Send them to me. <laughs> I'll straighten them out. Yeah. i get them on the right path. You know what I mean? That's kind of confidence I got in myself. And then I send them over there and I give them this talk and I give them this spiel and, and it don't work all the time. Have you ever given up on a sailor? No, I won't give up on them. But I, I do, I become hardened though. I become hardened towards them. If they keep doing the same thing over and over, I'm not as as as, as apologetic. I'm not as um, you know caring as I normally was in the beginning because mm-hmm. now I didn't give you too many opportunities now. Mm-hmm. So now I kind of like, okay, that's how you gonna do me when I bent over backwards for you. So okay, this is what's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah so I think that's one of my biggest flaws, man. I think I I, I care about doing the right thing. Um, sometimes I ain't gonna say the right thing about caring about sailors and their well being a little too much sometimes when it comes to them not wanting to to do good by them uh, with themselves or whatever. Yeah, mine is I go to me be me now. Mine is I got a tendency to be too transparent sometimes to my guys. It's not a bad thing. Um, I'm not as guarded. Uh, it's another one of those. I, yeah, care, yeah, I yeah, care, yeah. Too much. care too much. Yeah. I care Same thing. You guys hear that, right? I love, he, I love too hard. He man. went. Like, <laughs> he, he went at me, but then he said the same. Transparent. Yeah. Too hard. I say and, too um, much. But I'm 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 super transparent. Like uh, um, open door. Uh, like 
sometimes I feel like, damn, like right after I say it, it's like, damn, uh, I should have kept that to myself. Said too much. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, yeah, spoke uh, freely. Yeah, yeah, and, and and it happens a lot. And I, I don't. Sometimes we talk. You t- you mentioned it in another way when we talked about establishing friendships. But sometimes I feel like I opened the doors a little bit too much, and now we don't know how to shut it. <laughs> You know, we don't know how to shut it. So it's even times now, you know, where I, where I might say something because I'm an explainer. I'm a big explainer. I'm a, yeah. I'm a big explainer because I need explanations. I'm one of them people that like when somebody tell me to do something, no matter what, like it could be anything. I need to understand why myself, you know. Yeah. So when I'm approaching somebody, I'm normally going to do the same thing that, you know, I, I would like. So but now I, I see myself getting to a point where I say to do something, you know, and, you know, my guys like. You know, why are we doing that, Chief? And I like just give them the the look, like do it. just do it. <laughs> you know what's funny, man, that you talk about that is that 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 um you explainer is the fact that like I remember we have a conversation or somebody I'm in the room with somebody having a conversation with you, and they say something, and and, and, and your face is it's, it's be on your face too. Like you'll be like like if you don't like they just say some blanket out yeah, yeah, and yeah. don't explain it, you'll be like. But you always get that face expression like, you know you got to say more than that shit to me. You can't just say this little, no, you got to explain what's going on every time. I just seen you with the face expression yeah. before too, man. And then they they try it back to me. They try yeah. they try to do that to me. Like, well, Chief, like, did you mean to say, like, yo, don't, don't, don't me, me. Like, don't, like, don't me, me. This is who I am. This is how I am. Like, you know, well, you said to grab the bag. It's not in the bag. It's in the box. The wrench is in the box. Grab the fucking wrench. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It is it, it, my brother. Just uh, you know, my brother. I just I was talking to my brother just the other day. It was about some uh, merchandise because because he make clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got his own brand, Live Forever. Big shots out your brother. Yeah, LFE. And uh, I was talking to him about some shirts, and I guess I did the you know the whole thing with him. And he's like, I'm, I don't got time to do that with you, man. You know what I'm saying? Just, just send me the files. Just send the files, man. I don't got time to do whatever you say. And it's what you do, man. He, he actually said, like, I live too long and I got too mature in my life to have to deal with this, man. <laughs> and uh, in, in the moment, you know, we got heated. I, got, I, I was pissed at him. He, uh, he was pissed at me. But, we, you know, we we finally, we found up, got it, finally got, you know, our points across. But yeah. In hindsight, I, I see what he's saying, and I notice it, and 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 then it always bothers me when people start treading lightly, you know, when they talk to me because because of that, like because I'm like really yeah. analytical and, and and like what you're saying. So then I get upset. Now I'm upset because you know that I'm analytical, mm-hmm. and now you you know my wife's like, hey babe, well never mind, and I'm like, no, mm-hmm. like what was it? Like yeah. I won't I won't I won't analyze it. Like just yeah. you know Please. just tell me like I won't. I won't be like that, you know? And then she'll say it, and then I'll be like, man, I really didn't want to analyze this, but like, but now I have to. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. just said, you know, babe, I hate that I'm doing this, but, <laughs> and I love her to death because she's so, you know, patient with me, man. But what about you? What's your uh, biggest flaw as a leader? I think it would be, I take everything too personal. Ooh, um, we, just, we talked about that too. Yeah. Um, see, it's not a good thing. Not like y'all. Y'all love too hard. Yeah. No, I take everything personal, but yeah. I take it to a level where it like actually physically and mentally bothers me. And you talk about like sailors, sailors problems, sailors issues, or um, like we'll just say, hey, quarters, right? Yeah. We'll put it out like this is what needs to get done today, and then they go off and they do something completely fucking opposite, and then you're like, 
what the fuck did I say that you did not understand, right? So I get pissed off because they're, they didn't understand what I said. But also, like, I take it back to me. It's like, the fuck did I say? Like, I'm pretty sure I said it right, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, but that's like a very vague statement. Um, but when you put in time to sailors, right, and you talk to them on a daily, on a personal level, and you say, hey, man, like, this is what you need to do to succeed. And I give them examples on how to better themselves. And they go off and decide, nah. Yeah. I'm going to do something opposite. Yeah. And then you're like, I just wasted my fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But you don't want to have that mentality. Right. So now you're pissed off because now I got to go talk to them again. I have to fix this. Right. And then I take it personal and I take that shit home. Right. Um, when, when sailors like mess up, when I see one of my guys uh, in DRB or they didn't advance, like I take that personal. Right. Because my main purpose in life is to make yes. this guy succeed. Yes. Yeah. So whenever they don't, I take that shit home and I, I talk to Des and I'm like, what the fuck can I do different? Yeah. What can I do different or what can I say to make this shit better? And I just I think about it for yeah. hours and days and and then something else comes up and I just put that shit to the side, put it in a box somewhere, and then I just bring another issue. And then I, I do this on a daily. Yeah. Right? And it just it sucks. You know where I saw that? I saw that. Uh, we were in DRB. One of your guys was going through DRB. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, oh, we were in DRB. It was like one of your first uh, DRBs, like right after. I think right after we finished the season, one of your people, or two of them went through DRB. Mm -hmm. And when you got up and talked to them, and it, it was a lot of times, in, well, when I was a semi-o, I wasn't talking that much. But a lot of times in the DRB, when I speak, I speak straight from the heart. Mm -hmm. Even when y'all were going through the season, a lot of what I was saying was like heart, like from this me, you know yep. what I'm saying? So when when I heard what you said, when a person was going through DRB, I'm like, man, he not just disappointed. He's hurt mm -hmm. right now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I could see that. And I, I, I hate it because I do the same thing with my son, my daughter. Um, and not not that I treat my sailors like my kids, but in in retrospect, like we're a family on the ship. Right, so I feel like these younger guys, I feel like I need to build them up and grow them up, and they need to grow up and be adults. Um, and I think that's my responsibility. So whenever they don't succeed or they do some stupid shit, I take that back with me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, what can I do better? You You think that's the reason why you so transparent? You know what I mean? Like, like now, and I say that in a way, like you, we put stuff out, mm -hmm. right? And then, for example, you put stuff out and they don't understand it but they don't ask questions either though yeah, just, you know what i mean they they think they understand it whatever they be like in their mind they like i think i know what they're talking about but why not just ask but if you be transparent you you saying all this stuff you put it all out you leave no errors right for them yeah. to go wrong or whatever so that could be a good thing too because i know i say something because like that goes back to fan the kids too mm -hmm. like my kids i can tell them something you think they understand it they don't understand it they go out and do something opposite and i'd be like Man, why you just ask if you didn't know, understand exactly what I was talking about? But here's the thing yeah. with Damo is that what hap What do you do when you're as transparent as he is? And then it don't go his way. And then they, they just <laughs> yeah, do it like... Rampage time, I drew it out for you. I had it. Yeah. We did it on the whiteboard. Uh, yeah. I said yeah. make a left. You turn right. Like, yeah. what the fuck happened? And then you yeah. get madder. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You get Most more mad. Yeah. Like, it doesn't do anything helpful. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. But um, what, what, what you was just saying about like people not talking and communicating stuff i mean that comes from a place man you know people don't want to be wrong 
<laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, and, and I always tell, I tell Junior Sellers, man, all the time, like, now is the time to be wrong. Like, you got three good years to be wrong every fucking day. Like, just, <laughs> just be wrong, man. You know what I'm saying? But somebody somewhere is holding them to, like, judgment for them being wrong. And that's when the questions stop. And normally for me, when the questions stop, the gun decking starts yeah. and... You know, yeah. not like for me, but from what I've seen is when people stop asking questions how to do stuff, they just start doing things on their own. And it's not always right. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I think what you need to do with that situation is, and this is what I do, right? I do it on daily because, well, I'm deck division. One of the smartest <laughs> people in the world. Um, <laughs> so a sailor messes up. My first reaction is, what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. You got to ask that question. Uh, that's top like 99% of my responses, what the fuck, right? And then I yell for like two, three seconds. Mm -hmm. And they were like, look, man, let me talk to you real quick. And I, I break it down for them. I put my hands on it. and like, this is the way it's supposed to look. Do you have any questions? Right? Yeah. I say in a lot better tone, obviously. Um, and that shows the sailor that you fucked up, but he's willing to get down and dirty to do whatever it was, right? I can ask questions. Yeah. Right? When you go, yeah. what the fuck, and just walk off. Yeah. That's when you're like, eh, I shouldn't ask him any yeah. questions. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, most and definitely. And then you, you got to learn that everything ain't going to be your way. It ain't exactly. going to be the Jesse, the Dom, or the Damon yeah. way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, my Divo, uh, <laughs> I got a new Divo uh, one day, and we were doing the morning meetings, and, you know, I would talk to my LPO, and I would ask him, you know, what we got, what we got going on today. And he'd be like, so we, you know, we going to go uh, pick up the such and such from this place and, you know, drop them off here. And then I'd be like, well, you know, while he's still talking, like, why would you do it like that? Like, mm -hmm. like, why wouldn't you just drop it off there? I mean, I feel like it's easier. It's a less, less burden on y'all, you know. So then he got to listen to me talk for five minutes about how, you know, how my way is probably the easier way. And then I'd be like, you know, what's next, man? Nothing. He don't want to talk no more, man. That's the only thing we're doing today. Yeah, did he, you know, did he get to the next thing? And he'd be like, yeah, you know, we're going to do, you know, PMS on the lights. And I'll be like, well, why would we do PMS on the lights? That's like a Friday PMS gig. Why don't we just do PMS on the motors, like front load the harder, you know, checks or whatever. And I'll be like, what else you got? He's just going deeper and deeper into like a hole of like, it does not matter what I have. Jesus is going to eat this shit. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so, so one day, one day I walk. You know, me and my devil was. And these people, I love them, and they're they're going to hear this. But I, I love both of these guys. But me and my devil was walking from, you know, one of our meetings, and I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? You know, my LPO. It's like. He don't want to say anything at these meetings anymore. I wonder why. And my devil, he was actually your devil for a bit too, but he was like, uh, maybe you know, you should just let him give you the plan and then like come back later to mm -hmm. eat it eat it the hell up chief because <laughs> all you doing is like killing his plan as he's talking <laughs> you know what's good about that man that your divo see that though yeah you know oh, I mean? man. that's pretty good man that your divo stud, can point man. that out man he's that's a stud pretty, yo he's, he's great and and i told you this before and uh you know we saying it now is when you hit a certain level you don't get that much criticism or that much help that much honesty you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Especially when you are performing. Like when you, yeah. when, you know, people don't point out like ways that you could get better. That was like one of the most important things that I could hear. 
Yeah. Like, damn, man, like, this is good. And this was like day three or four of him being the Devo. Like, he noticed it, you know, he noticed it quick, you know, yeah. and I hold him, I hold him to a high regard, number one, for, you know, being able to tell me something that I, I could change, and number two, for it being right. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people tell us shit we could change, and like, Fair yeah, sure, yeah, right. yeah, you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna keep, I'm, I'm gonna just keep doing it like this. Okay, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate them. <laughs> so I think. What you did, and in small doses, is a good thing sometimes. Yeah. Um, like when I talk to my PO, he comes up. He's like, "This is what we're doing today." I said, "Cool, make it happen, work it right." But like, I'll pick a random day, like every two weeks. Oh yeah, to keep him on his toes, yeah, right? And he's like, "We're doing this day." I'm like, mm, "That looks fucked up." Yeah. He's like, "Why? We've been doing this shit every week." I'm like, "Doing it wrong." Yeah. And again, he like he falls back. He's like. Let me go rewrite this word list real quick. Yeah. And he comes up with something completely. It still works, right? But I throw a wrench in his shit, right, to keep him thinking because he gets too comfortable, mm-hmm. right? Like, and then I just randomly throw a wrench in everybody's shit. And they're like, well, what the fuck? And then they're like, you guys are doing great. Yeah. But just don't do it that way. And it's always holes and plans. And I don't, I don't even at the LPO level, because I remember being an LPO. I don't think anybody understands the conversation that you got to have with your department head or your captain. Mm-hmm. You got to know everything. That's even worse than gearing up for the chief to chief. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like oh. to gear up for the chief department head or chief captain. You know what I'm saying? Like you could go tell your department head something and uh, I don't tread lightly with department. No, no. I love you guys. But uh, you could go tell your department head something and, you know, you could, hey, sir, you know, this is broke. You know, and he's like, well, you know, did you order it? Uh, did you you know? Did you one touch it? Uh, do we need to catch it? You like damn? Like I just was try to tell you it was broke. Bro. You know what I'm saying? So so I make sure I get all my ducks in a row for the department head conversation. And I think sometimes we don't do that to our our, our guys enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like hey, this need to be done. This need to be done. This need to be done. And I don't. So what I do with my my first class more than you know anybody else just to kind of keep the sanctity of it. Sometimes I I, I I tell them like hey, so I'm going to go tell this to the captain like this is the information that the captain is about to hear from me how do you how do you think he's going to accept this information and then that's when he, he he normally like follows up with like some type of joke you know what i'm saying i'm like hey we hey we gotta be serious right <laughs> you know what i'm saying but uh and then he give me then he you know he'll come back he'll go back he'll do you know do what he's supposed to do yeah. and then we have something better to present and you because you got to be ready because there's, there's no time limit when you make chief mm-hmm. i made chief and um well there's no green light like it's 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 always a green light you always on go it's no yellow no red yeah i remember making chief and they i was tad i was an lcs tad we were in the building right Beautiful man, LCS. Beautiful, right? That's where we're I'm in going the next. Yes, beautiful man. Oh, cool. so shut up. So, so we're in a building <laughs> with chief meetings, and I'm like, man, I could, you know, go to these chief meetings for about, you know, two years, and because I had two, two, three years left, I was like, two years, and be finally ready to lead sailors, man. You know, <laughs> gear up, learn as much as I could learn as a chief. Nah, I got that call. You know, hey, congrats. You know, she was like, you going to a ship, a DDG, you're gonna be a LCPO. You ready? I was mm. like, uh, yeah, yeah, Do they yeah, have I'm meetings? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to go. I mean, is it, you know, what's the learning curve? You know what I'm saying? Ain't no learning curve. No you're going to be leading the division. I was like, okay, right. let's, let's, let's get let's it. Get it. That's right, man. Hey, so well, I asked y'all, y'all greatest flaws. Um, now, 
not as far as strengths, but what's some of the stuff that just keep keep y'all going? I know y'all both are two self-motivated, you know, guys based off of what I see. But what's some of those things that keep y'all going every day? Oh, man. My I, kids, my dog. Yeah, yeah. I mean, family. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, family is one of, one of the things. I tell you what keep me going more is, is probably my wife, man. Like she, she just is motivated and doing things and want to do stuff as I am. Yeah, and we and we kind of feed off each other. Like she, she come home with some things going on, and I be coming home with some things going on, and we kind of feed off that stuff, um, and have good conversation. Then and now, what what's helping me out is my my kids too, because they getting older now. And they got their own little ideas, and their own yeah. plans, and things they want to do and how they want to do it. Um, even though I shoot a lot of that stuff down, but <laughs> just the fact that they talk more, like we, like when you're at a certain level and, and my kids know I'm on them like a lot. Um, now it's the time they come out more. Now they talking more. Now they 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 ain't scared to come through the house and say, "Look at me all crazy when I say something." Normally be like, "This is what it's gonna be," but now yeah. now but then I'm listening a lot more too though. Instead of being saying it's gonna be done like yeah, because they getting minds of their own. Yeah, so that stuff motivates me. Um, um, the positive stuff motivates me. I love being positive about stuff. I love being around positive people, um, doing things and, and talking with them. Um, I actually was on the golf course and played with this guy, man. This guy ended up being, like, just playing golf out there. And, and, and I was telling Ella this, like, it's something about this, man. Like, two people I didn't play golf with, they all are, like, business owners, man. Yeah, like this guy got it, got his got a multi million dollar business. No matter playing golf with him, man. Yeah, you know. And then we exchange numbers when he get done. Like he wanted mine. I didn't ask for his number. He said, "Let's change numbers and do this again." That to me that motivates me because I feel like it's something there. Like why is this guy here? What made this guy play golf with me? Multi million, you know. What I mean, this guy, whatever. So um, I'm just motivated for that stuff. Motivated for sailors that's doing well. Like man, when you sit back and you know. That you are helping sailors out doing what they do, and then you sit back and see them excel, mm-hmm. or you see they names. That's the for, best feeling. Yeah, ever. man. What? That's the best sailor of the year, sailor of the quarter, say all these. You know, getting mapped. All this stuff motivates me, man. To say, hey, you know, I was a part of that. I, yeah. was, I had something to do with that. Um, but yeah, man. Um, you guys motivate me. Hey. When when I'm out seeing guys, I hear like like performing at a high level. And and then I always say this when I'm in the when I'm in a chief mess, people have to find a voice. Yeah. Sometimes, like me, I am a big talker. I, I try to I try to like, hey, if I feel like a certain if it's a certain way and it should be done a certain way, if I could be wrong, but I'm gonna voice it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I'm gonna say something. But when I see finally see like a guy come up in the mess and say he just made chief, and all of a sudden I see him get up and he start talking about some stuff, and, and I'm sitting in the corner myself. Yeah, mm, and that's why I, I said Jesse was a chief from yeah, the, yeah. the first day. Yeah, you sit back and you think, man, like, so you are both say, like, a, you got a young damage control man, which I am, right? We need the chief mess to help us, right? We need the chief mess, right? A little light on the young part. Yeah, I say if I was a young, oh. when I was young, yeah. Like, <laughs> so you got a young guy, he needs to mess, you have to talk. Yeah. Right, because you need DCPOs, you need a lot of this stuff that you need yeah. to mess to help you on. So if you sit in the cut, you're gonna get ran over. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when I hear somebody start talking up, both mates, you gotta do electrician for all your electrical stuff. You guys gotta speak out on stuff, yeah, right? Because if you don't, they're yeah. gonna be trying to bring them rice so, cookers, man. Exactly. So, so <laughs> <laughs> you right about that? <laughs> hey, oh man, that's a whole other mess, story man. right there, man. But when you sit back and you Love see, y'all. These, when you when you sit back and you see these guys find a voice and stuff, that's kind of one of those things that get me too, man. I feel like, yeah, man, you in there, man. What about you, Justin? 
Uh, you remember the question? No, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's long one. My bad, man. I was a little long winded on that, man. Sorry about that, man. What kind of hamburgers I like, right? No. Um, <laughs> so, um, the the things that motivate me is my story professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, my the way I was brought up and what happened to me. Um, it's I love telling it, right? Especially to to younger sailors that are going through some shit. Um, I love telling my story because you never hear this shit, yeah. right? And I'm not saying, like, I'm special because of it, but the fact that somebody went through it, somebody else is going to go through it because the system's still fucked up, right? Somebody else is going to be on hold, and then they're going to be ripped away from them. It's yeah. going to happen again. Yeah. yeah. Um, but me able to, to put this shit out, and it just it makes me feel good that I'm helping somebody, right? But... On a personal level, um, my kids, both of my kids, Aiden and Ella, um, they're getting older. I have the four-year-old. She's sassy as hell, man, but she keeps me on my toes, um, and I'm I'm happy to come home. Right before, before we we both met, um, I was I put the Navy first every time. Yeah, right? yeah. I was already married and yeah. stuff, and I always put the Navy first. I didn't want to come home because I had shit to do at work. Um, I never put my family anywhere near. It was the Navy. Uh, my sailors, and then some other shit. And then it was like my family after, like, they were like an afterthought, yeah. right? Um, it was after I, I flipped that switch. Is once I walk off the brow, the Navy doesn't come with me, yeah, right? So I go home, um, and I look up to my wife a lot, right? Um, I, I, I don't think I've ever told her this, but I think she's my hero um, just because I've seen her complete her goals to such a high level that mm-hmm. it, that's something that I strive for on a daily, right? So when I leave work, that's all I got on my mind is how am I going to complete my goals today to the best of my ability, right? She got out after five years in the military, and then she uh, used her GI Bill like everybody said we were going to do, mm-hmm. right? Um, and she went to college, got a fucking master's degree in business, Damn, and started her own business out of my garage. Now she's six figures doing some crazy shit that you would never think of, right? But that's her mind. She works to, she wants to be successful, and that's all she, she doesn't stop. Yeah. Um, and for, for, her, for her to be that kind of person and for me to come in and be a shitty person, that'd be the worst feeling for me. Yeah. So um, I try to keep up with her on a daily. Yeah, shout out um, to Dust, too. We love you over here, Dust. Shout out <laughs> to the entire fam, too. And uh, I do that. And then I got my kids to keep up with, so um, that's what keeps me going, right? And I think that's one of uh, one of the things that that I look forward to growing on a daily. Um, I'll never stop trying to be like my wife one day. Can you plug her business? No, I don't know what it's called. Okay, well she no, she, she, owns a, she owns a business. Guys. <laughs> no, she uh, <laughs> it's uh, cut vinyl out of uh, El Cajon, California. It's a vinyl business. Um, she does stickers, uh, vinyl, so you can so you can do your own stickers at home. She can she can hook you up with uh, with machines to to cut the stuff. She makes shirts, hats, uh, puts vinyl on cups, all kinds of crazy shit. In the back, um, she has a, a woodworking. It's called uh, the Rustic Republic. All of the, all of this stuff is on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, you can look it up, um, or you can leave my number and you can call me. Yeah, we'll we we'll, we'll let them call Damon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they already gonna have Damon yeah. number. So. Uh, but yeah. we'll we'll um we'll also put it on the episode notes. So if you if you listening on Apple or Spotify, even YouTube, 
All uh, Dad's information to be on the episode notes, so y'all go ahead and support her. Mm-hmm. What about you? Same thing. Same thing as y'all, really. Uh, on every level. You know what I'm saying? So that's it. That's my answer. No, no, no. I ain't going to get it. No, 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 no. I like cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the uh, of the sellers, uh, I, I, like, I like my story. I like seeing somebody who shares it, and I like helping them like continue to share it. Meaning that I like how I started uh, coming from always talk about it because it means a lot in in these areas these urban areas but coming from philly and the area like that philly stand up yeah man no no it's comparable to the (laughs) be careful (laughs) (laughs) for real (laughs) you know how crazy santa claus man (laughs) philly is a crazy city man (laughs) but uh we love them we love them but um what uh what uh yeah coming from that area man and some sometimes you could be doomed you know it's like coming from like a small town um you might not make it out mm-hmm. you know we've seen people fighting for peace you know get murdered and stuff like that so I, I like i like i like a lot to see like junior sellers that's coming from an area like that in that position and you know being an example for them mm-hmm. and and it's it's a full being an example is a full-time job Absolutely. yeah man uh, yeah. being able to you know go to a seller and talk to them and let them know yeah i came from which because some of them think we were born in the cheese mess you know what i'm saying like yeah i came from what you came from facts i wish yeah so that's that's one of the that's one of the big factors but the other one is my wife man she she's in school for her masters right now and she works every day and she's in school every day and man like what i look like you know coming home like like the sucker you know what i'm saying like saint saint's gonna love me you know he's gonna jump on me every time i walk in the house yeah. you know what i'm saying but what i look like coming home and not being proactive or, or not being successful um you know it's a couple other heroes in my life personal and i hope they know that but my biggest one is is my wife yeah you know what i'm saying so military spouses as a whole like all of us you know we have it's a few different um types of it's different classifications of spouses all of us happen to have uh spouses that that work you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying it's, it's spouses that work it's you got some stay-at-home spouses and they just as much heroes as the ones that work it's, most definitely it's a busy job man Absolutely. yeah you know being uh and it's stressful on on a man you know even with my my, my wife working and i acknowledge that it's times i come home dead tired you know yeah. mm-hmm. it's like damn how does she do it and i know we're gonna have kids one day yeah you know, and that's, you know, and it's going to be the same thing. She's going to be the superhero. I know she is. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely want to give a shout out to her and military spouses. And we're we, we going to talk to spouses a lot more in a future episode. Yeah, man. We're going to get on episodes, get them spouses on here, man. We'll, we It's going to be exciting, man. Yeah, I can't wait, tangent, man. man. Take yeah. a rifle rudder somewhere, not talk about anything Navy anymore. Yeah, let's talk about your. Yeah, that's of course. <laughs> you know, we might. Yeah, we might. Yeah, four hour conversation yeah, about nails. Yeah, yeah. Our what's better? Uh, <laughs> Starbucks or better Buzz? Or, yeah, you know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we, we, let's let's get into this movie thing, man. Because uh, like, like you had an issue with yeah, one of ahead, our man. So, you had a bad review on one of our uh, bad reviews. I no, do. he no 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 opposite. No, no, it's a bad no, review on y'all. His, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, uh, episode two, uh, I think you guys talked about the movie Greyhound, Tom mm-hmm. Hanks. Yeah. Um, Tom Hanks probably, uh, not probably, is a great actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but unlike you two, uh-huh. um, I'm a bridge watchstander. Yeah. Um, I've grew up in my, in the Navy on the bridge, standing both of them to watch, Houndsman, Lee Houndsman. 
So that movie hit hard for me. Yeah. Um, when Tom Hanks, as the captain, was calling out for boats, and I was like, that's me. You know, <laughs> that's, that's who I am, right? Um, and I was all excited because in no movies that ever that I've seen have they ever mentioned Bosomates. Yeah. Um, so, so you are okay with the whole entire movie being on the bridge because you are bridge? Okay. Absolutely. Why, why <laughs> yeah. wouldn't I be? That's where I stand. 99% of my watches. Yeah, so okay. when they uh, said like steady course like 217. In my head, you, I was like, was steady like, course 217i. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're like, oh shit, they about to bang it. They about to yeah, bust this fucking yeah, Yui. Yeah, um, and in my, in my mind, I was like, holy shit, this is a badass movie because mm -hmm. I've never been at war on a ship, but I wish it was like that. Yeah. That was badass. Now, uh, when you guys talk shit about, uh, well, it only took place. That's all that matters. That's command and control. Yeah. Right. Nobody gives a shit about the engine room. Just keep the fucking, <laughs> just keep the fucking engines running, bro. That's all you. That's all you need to do. Let me drive it, right? Oh, or let man. the boatman watch. Make the words, man. Oh, Don't worry about that goodness. shit. Just provide power to the ship. Um. And for for, I think, it, what needed to happen was to bring a topside on the show. Yeah. yeah talk about this sure. movie before you guys. Gave it a, I think, like a one point five. Yeah, the cover. The cover one. Hey, so, so, <laughs> so, so, hold up. So, so we got. So he's a, he's he was a listener. And he 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 listened to the podcast. He listened to Greyhound, and he had an opinion about our movie review. So if you guys got any any concerns or anything that you want to talk to us about in our movie review, hit us up. Only if you're not an engineer. Yeah, <laughs> hit us up and talk to us, man. I like this. I like this. Hey, so if if we add your rating and right, what's your, what's your rating of the movie? Uh, five. Five. Oh, no, wait, you know what? No, because I paid attention. So I want to make a comment to you is that having you on this, right? Uh -huh. You having your your degree in cinematography or yeah, yeah cinematography. You have, um, I think it's I think it's awesome, right? Because. Damon says, yeah, I watched the movie. And you're like, yeah, this is the guy that directed it. He likes sandwiches. Like, yeah. you know everything about the damn movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that brings a, a, a very cool part to this, this podcast. But um, you brought up the that you can tell when um, the it was animated. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you brought that shit up. And I was like, you know what? I never really pay attention to that shit. Right? So I watched it again. Yeah. And I was like, ah. Fucked you up, didn't it? Yeah, I was like, that motherfucker. Right? <laughs> so um, instead of a five, because I'm a bridge washstander, I'm going to go with the four. Uh-huh. So right, it's okay. four. Your four would are what we want to brown in it You're to a, a one. one. And then you were a... Well, well, two or something, two and, two and a half. half. Yeah, so yeah. that gave us like a 1.5. So that, that's not how that works. No, you're not good at math? No. <laughs> I think it rounds up to like a two and a half. Maybe, yeah, maybe three. When we add your five, it's like a two point eight. Average, average, like two point eight three. Well, you're an average up. thing, man. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, his math is way off. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. should, you should not give it a covered one. <laughs> hey, so hey, he was, he was, hey, he was real that oh, one too. He was like going hell to it, man. <laughs> I helped him out because at first it was like a one out of a hundred. Remember? It was yeah, like, yeah, that's how. It's not. Yeah. It was a great movie. Hey, he even told them not to do it again too. <laughs> Yeah, man. He went all in. He went all in the Greyhound. Oh, don't, don't do it again. But we love Tom Hanks, man. Oh, Tom Hanks awesome. We love Tom Hanks. But uh, I don't like the fact that you don't like Will Smith, but that's another that's Oh, another yeah, that's another story. That's yeah. a whole nother well, podcast, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, know yeah. why. Yeah. yeah that's we don't want to get into that, but that's, that's a whole nother podcast. What was his last movie? Um, no. He was himself. He was... He See, was, no. He it was, wasn't. Um, it wasn't. Mm-mm. It was... No, it wasn't that. Not a military movie. I don't know why Will Smith came up in this conversation. His, his last movie was Spies in Disguise, man. 
where he was a spy and then he you know he took the disguise of a, a, a pigeon a bird we're not talking about that right now <laughs> yeah i'm sure just yeah. don't knock will smith all right that's all i'm oh, saying oh man i don't even i ain't heard of that movie yeah, of course not man look trash look, fodder man look. <laughs> Just don't talk about Will Smith. All, all right, right babe. We'll, we'll we'll, we'll, yeah, we we'll talk about, about that. Later. Let's talk about this other garbage. Let's not. Oh man, we, we have to. We got. We, we so have to. our movie. Um, before I let Dumbo go through all the little. Well, can know, I be honest about. for you? Go ahead. I, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I went to sleep on it twice. Good. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was, in, it was in, in recent time, like yeah, just yeah. yesterday, I went to sleep on yeah, it. it was I woke up today to get finished watching it, and then I decided that packaging up uh, merchandise for. The podcast was more important than, it's than smart. that. It was, it was, no doubt about that. So it yeah, was. yeah. So you, you, you got it. What we got? Yeah, man. So the move was was um was Battleship, Battleship, right? Battleship, man. You know. So first off, I'm gonna give you my my beginning take on this move. My beginning take was, I thought it was trying to be something like Top Gun. Yeah, you know what I mean. In the beginning of, of of him being defiant, him being doing all this stuff, wasn't in the navy yet, but it's the whole feel of the beginning. He was trying to be like Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. you know, type type feel that I got out of it, right? Then yeah. he started talking. Then this this chicken chicken burrito thing, man, it was a thing <laughs> in the movie, man. This chicken burrito was a, was a, was a yeah. thing, man. Um, and then I then then you know he he got in the navy. His brother talked to him. He finally got him in the military or whatever. And all of a sudden, he's a lieutenant and all that good stuff. But did you guys see the soccer game? That's the stupidest shit in the world. The soccer game, man. Like, how close? Got in the face? With the, yeah, we got kicked in the face. But how close the ships was? They they watching the game from the ship. Look, yeah, look. Like the it's it's like the ship was right there, right? That that, that kind of got me a little bit, man. Um, yeah, that kind of got me. So then I, a couple more little things that they hit me, like Lieutenant Commander yelling through CIC, you know, at him, you know, in front of everybody, like, get get to the blah, blah, blah. That's a little, little crazy. Hey, before you get too deep in your notes, let's, you know, we got to do it. Um, first off, it was directed by Peter Berg, right? Yep, Peter and, Berg. And the, the connection to Peter Berg is that the last movie we did, Long Survivor, the last movie we reviewed, he directed that one as well. Oh. Right, so. Can't do no more of him. Can't, can't mess with him no more. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I thought you liked Long Survivor. Yeah, I did, but you can't if we got, got two directors, you can't have no more. We, we cut our guy, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you talk about just reviews. Yeah, yeah. well, Battleship made me just not want to mess with him as a director. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, nah, but uh, Taylor Keish, who played Mike, Mike Murphy and... Uh, Lone Survivor, he was the star of this one. Alexander Skarsgård, Eric, right? That's the dude from uh, what, uh, True Blood, Eric or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> That's how I know him and everything. Uh, Rihanna, who I think we call her Rihanna, I don't know, whatever you want to call her, but she was in it. Yeah. I'm going to talk a lot about her later. Uh, Brooklyn Decker, Liam Neeson, and I, I swear I saw like Rami Malik on the bridge or whatever. I don't know if y'all know who that. He played nah, in nah, the. Nah, I don't know that he yet. played in Bohemian Rhapsody, but I, I swear I saw him like in the bridge uh, in the beginning of the movie. Um, but yeah, so that's the whole uh, meat and potatoes about the movie. Yeah. Trash. So, so I got a couple more points on this, mm-hmm. movie, man. That's a couple <laughs> things in there. You know, I I was talking talking to you. To earlier Jesse about I mean just me being in the, in the Navy just killed this whole movie for me. the things they was doing just killed everything but yeah uh, I'm gonna go through it and, and talk a little bit more one is um uh when he was in the in the in the rib and they was like prepare prepare to board me you know prepare to board the ship it was three deep 
Mm-hmm. They so they finna board the ship. They three deep, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. When, when, when we, when, yeah, when, when, yeah, we ain't boarding nobody three deep, man. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Another thing, um, how about when when um, when everybody the the CEO oh. and XO died, and um, he had to take over command, mm-hmm. and the guy says, "Sir, would you please give me an order?" I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna talk about that. I was gonna talk about that too. Yeah, they gotta kill me right there, man. That was funny as shit, man. That was funny. And what else I had on you, man? Uh, oh, how about how close they was rolling up to the little islands, man? I'm talking about they brushing against the freaking island. Man, I think would have been to ran the ground so quick, man. Like, come on, man, you serious? Uh, and then. We'll, when do we pull? Will we locate these sniper guns that on the ship? Hey, don't worry about that, man. The top secret. Yeah, the top secret. I ain't never <laughs> seen no sniper rifles they pulled out, man. They pulled out some sniper rifles off the ship, man. I ain't never seen no <laughs> shit like that before, man. That was kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, man, the end of it where he needed the 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 uh, Missouri. Mighty how, Mo, how they baby. got that? How they got that mighty mo ready to go, man? Mm-hmm. How all those old guys just came out of nowhere, man, ready to <laughs> rock and roll. <laughs> Thank you, they were ready the to rock and roll, man. They like 70, 80 years old, saying, "Let's you get it, come man. together, Let's go, man. man." So that was pretty funny. How quick, you know, me, 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 me um, then walked on the mighty mo a couple times, man. I'm here to tell you, the mighty mo, mighty mo ain't finna get up. Get run in three <laughs> hours. Mo ain't ready to go. Two, I, Mike, it, it ain't ready to go. Ain't ready to go, man. You might have just gave it up to that potential alien attack, man. No, <laughs> Will no, got no, the no. mighty mode to help. <laughs> hey, so did you did you just watch it? Because I've, of I've this? watched it like no, I've watched it like three times on underway. Okay, so uh, did you see how high up though that their sleeves were rolled up? Man? Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> up to their fucking like, shoulders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that hit me right. But uh, <laughs> then that pep talk that like uh, he had and like see, that see like yeah oh, when yeah, she was yeah, like yeah. when she had the Donald Trump reference, I'm like damn like if they if they that juiced up and see I see like that like I'm I'm ready to stand watch you know in there that was yeah. like your your, your yeah. watch team pep talks. Yeah, I know. Um, the excessive amount of people so i wrote this as a note excessive amount of people at physical therapy with really traumatic leg injuries (laughs) 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 so i don't know if that's how it is in oahu but like (laughs) like everybody was missing a leg had a prosthetic had like something mechanical i was like what the fuck is like like i was overwhelmed like yeah man that was crazy (laughs) that that way they shipping them out to and then uh like when seen when Seaman Four had to tell LT that like LT was the most senior person, yeah. you know he was like, "It's whoever's gonna take charge. They the most senior." Who he was like, "It's you, sir. Like you're the most senior." And then right after that, like you said, he asked, he was like, "I don't." Right after he knew, yeah. right after he knew exactly who to tell with the most senior guy, he was like, "I don't know what to do. I'm waiting for an order." Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> like who yeah. does that? And then <laughs> I think the part, <laughs> I think the part that like really fucked me up though was uh. Where he he was giving them an order to drive straight to the battleship. I mean, yeah, drive yeah. straight to the alien ship. And um, Chief Lynch was there. He, he was like the only chief like on a ship. And I'm gonna ship. talk about that. I'm gonna talk about Entire that a little ship. bit, right? But <laughs> yo, do you remember like Chief Chief Lynch was like, hey, that that course is like headed straight toward you know, it's people in the water. We got sailors in the water. We got sailors in the water. And then he was like, yeah, just stay on that course. You know, I don't give a fuck. And then Chief Lynch grabbed him and shook his head. <laughs> He's like, I saw two. He's like, I told you it's sellers in the water, man. So, oh, like, man. so that that part hit me hard because Chief Chief had to shake his shake ass up, up, man. So, so he represented, but the rest of the mess—that's a weak mess on that ship. 
What mess, man? <laughs> God damn, she lit held it down on that. That was thing, a week. They always say like, yeah, like you know, this is really a test. Insert is really an inspection of the cheese mess, and you know, uh, this is a test of the mess. The mess gonna hold everything together. <laughs> not, not, where the fuck? Where were they at? Yeah, <laughs> was it a season going on? <laughs> Yeah, man. This oh, was Rimpack, man. But you got to think about it, though. You really don't know what Chief Lynch was. What was his rape? No. He was everywhere. What was, Re- what was no, Rihanna's rape? Rihanna's rape. All, Rihanna was everywhere. Wasn't she a B? I thought she was a BM. Hey, no, she don't a, do that to me. Don't. She, was she no, she wasn't both, mate. She was never she? still watched on the bridge. She don't know how to pipe. Don't give me that shit. Okay. All right. Yeah, just because she drove the fucking rib don't mean shit. <laughs> all right? Yeah, she was but, so, Look, man, this, this is what bothered me about that is that Rihanna was literally... The POIC of everything. Everything. Yeah. Uh, how the fuck do you? Shoot? Oh, and Chief Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. You shoot the gun from CIC. You go be a fucking coxswain <laughs> at the same fucking time, and then you're on the bridge, dropping an anchor from a touchscreen. Yeah. On the mighty mo. Yeah. That don't have any digital shit at all. At I think the most digital shit is the coke machine that's on there, right? <laughs> but you're dropping anchors and fucking drifting a fucking battleship. Uh, there's a bosom uh, BMSing in there. Yeah. Right? When they're in the whites, uh, had a motherfucking white lanyard uh, to the right pocket. Uh, completely fuck fucking backwards. Damn. And you can tell that lanyard was bought. Right? I'm very prideful. I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, you make your lanyard, you mm-hmm. don't buy that shit. Uh, and he had a pipe attached to it. He just shoved it in his fucking pocket. Um, <laughs> and, oh, <laughs> the, this. This movie should only attract fucking children. Yeah. And by children, I mean like four or five-year-olds, right? Because we were talking earlier, like if I was a civilian, I think it's a badass. No. No, absolutely yeah, not. Because yeah, people, yeah. people didn't think that in the Navy, there's only like six people on a fucking ship. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> on a billion dollar warship. Um, so this movie is absolute garbage. Mm. Uh, mm. That's I would not recommend to anybody. Yeah. Uh, maybe people in jail. Yeah. Right, and torture them because that's just trash <laughs> so why uh, what would you give it what would your rating be what's the lowest I can give it um, we could go to the negatives can we yeah then oh, out of 100 a negative 100 mm. what about you I'm gonna give it a 1 get the fuck out of uh-huh. here yeah, in the positive yeah, man, we got to rate yeah, yeah. some kind of way. So, I mean, we one out of five. So, right, I mean, so zero out of five. So, I'm going to give it a one. I'm, I'm, I'm give it a one. I'll yeah. give it a point five. You're going to have to. Yeah. Can you explain that one, man? One, what, 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 yeah. got it, what got it the one? Got Nothing really, one? man. I mean, I just. You feel like it got to have something. Yeah, like man. Got to I mean, it was it was pretty bad. You're getting soft, man. Uh, pretty bad movie. But, you know, it was one good episode. One good. one Maybe one spot where they talked about the chicken burrito, man. Mm-hmm. And then at yeah. the end, he brung the chicken burrito up again with the dad. Oh, so it was a callback. Oh, it was a callback, man. Yeah. Like, like since you didn't get to finish, and then you watched it eight years ago. So at the end, you know, he talked about chicken burrito, right? Mm-hmm. So at the end, he asked, finally asked to marry the daughter, the daughter, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And he said no. And then, it, then he said, um, but we can go get this chicken burrito. Yeah, and then he said, "Oh, she told you about that." Oh, the burrito came out, man. So you guys watched oh. all this. Oh, and that just so, worked. I, I, I watched the whole and, and, movie, and they gave him one back in what twenty fourteen or whatever. Yeah. whenever it came out, but um, I think it came out twenty twelve. So what but, you got, man? What you got? Uh, I give it a point nine, right? Only reason, right? Rihanna was in it. Yeah, right? I give yeah. it a point nine because Rihanna was in it. She's a garbage actress. Oh yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's yeah. Rihanna. But it's Rihanna. Just love her. It's Rihanna. Yeah, just love her. Man. I mean, it's Rihanna, man. I'll okay. give it to you, man. She's sexy. She can sing. 
That's it's Rihanna. Bro, we're talking about a movie. Point nine. Yeah. Point nine. Point, point I nine. gave it a one. I mean, I ain't had nothing to give it y'all, a one for, point, but but, but y'all nine. watched Greyhound and gave her a one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I gave Greyhound too. I think two yeah, and a half like that. But that it was what, a garbage movie too. What, what, <laughs> it was it was it if was Rihanna garbage. Rihanna was in Greyhound. What would we give it? A one, probably a point something, point nine. <laughs> one, one point one one point nine. Rihanna gets she sees the entire point nine of this movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he throw in Greyhound, same yeah. role, right? Yeah, <laughs> everything. So, yeah, she she in a pilot house. She, yeah, she's the cook. We know where she gonna be at though. Hmm? We know where she gonna be working at on Greyhound. On the bridge, yeah, Goddamn right. yeah, yeah. That's the only, you know, that's should the only, be the XO only shot, man. Oh man. Hey, so we we did movies, and I appreciate Jesse uh, doing a movie with us. And then uh, the last thing we got is books. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna tell you my book. I mean, you gotta see. I mean, I like talking about stuff. But so my book, man, I just started like maybe a couple of days ago. Hey, so every episode I, you, I'm starting a book. Yeah, I didn't finish that. I mean, I kind of talked about it. when I talked about the last book. <laughs> hey, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, man, hold up. So when I talked about that, Saul yeah. laughing. Say so you trying to go in on me, man? You trying to go in? Nah, look, look, yeah. look, look, now I'm looking at Saul, man. He, he, so he know it. The last book I did was the, about the brand, right? You're branding yourself or whatever. So uh-huh. I, I kind of talked about that book. That was kind of it. Is you branding yourself? So I had to get another book for this week, mm-hmm. right? So. Um, it's a book that people always talking about all the time. And I feel like when we having a conversation about good books, um, this book comes up and it's the, um, the 48 laws of power. Mm. Right. You guys heard of it? You heard of the book? You heard of it, right? A lot of people read books. I know you don't read books, but a lot of people do read books. (laughs) (laughs) If it's true. I read books. So I, I, I started reading it and Uh I'm on the, I'm on the first chapter of the book right now. Um, first page. No, first, first chapter. What's the first law? The first law is do not try to outshine your master. master. Yeah. That's the best law. And man, I'm telling you, dude, it made sense. The story is good. The stories, good story. the stories they talked about made sense. You want a story? No, just send it to me and I'll read it myself. Now that I'm in the books because I'm in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I will, though. I probably could share it yeah, with you. Yeah, read it. It's, yeah, it's, it's a good book, okay. though. I mean, the first chapter, not uh, like he said, uh, not trying to outshine your uh, master, man. And, and the thing about it is, man, it made a lot of sense, too, though. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. You know, uh, when you think about it, um, um, especially the stories line that they had. Yeah, that, that was the, the best story that you could. Man, get it was for good. That. So um, I'm on it now. So I'm like, you know, Dumbo just called me out on my books. So next week I'm gonna be talking book. about the 48 Laws of Power and how and how the stories keep going. I ain't gonna go jump to another book because it's gonna take my while in a way. But yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna talk about the book. But it was a good book so far. I'm enjoying it and uh, I can't wait to talk about it next week. Now I actually do like that you give us the book. The first week and then you give us the update on the book the second week so i, I actually do appreciate that to be honest with you yeah uh, but uh the book that i got is can't hurt me by david goggins was that your book yeah man Fuck. pick another book all right atomic <laughs> <laughs> oh, no man. go ahead both of y'all the same book i was see you guys well, got different no, storylines let's talk it, about because i just started reading like two days ago Okay, all right, all right. So can't can't hurt me by David. I wasn't gonna t- talk about it too much anyway. Yeah. But can't hurt me by David Goggins. It's I, it's a perfect book for you, Damon. Like mm-hmm. you should open that up, read it. Right. I did I did the audio book and the way. And matter of fact, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna talk about the audio book. Mm-hmm. The audio book is is I think it's called Unabridged. So it being Unabridged, it plays more like a podcast. So David Goggins doesn't read 
his chapters. It's a it's an author who who reads them, and then right after he speaks on, uh, right after he reads the chapters, David Goggins and him they come in and they they reflect on what it was about. Oh, I would sure. I would actually suggest for you to just get the audio book too. It's okay. probably I, I mean I could imagine a book being really really good, but the audio book is is crazy. So David Goggins, I'm not gonna get too much into it because I, I I know Jesse got some stuff too, but his story is amazing, man. From like very humble beginnings. Um, abusive, you know, growing up in an abusive household, stuff mm-hmm. like that, to, you know, becoming a SEAL. And he talks about unique to actually kind of um, unique, but it's similar to Jesse because he went through buds uh, more than once. He went through buds more than once. So, uh, and that's a, a test of will and might oh, yeah. and stuff like that. So, and it's just, then he did, he started, man, like you, like the shit that this dude did in his life, man, as you get to it, like he started on like ultra races and like, all types of stuff man that that like had me pumped like every day to go to work Mm -hmm. you know and that got me through like getting ready when we were doing training and competing and stuff i'd be thinking like man like david goggins did this like and i would really think that yeah yeah, i would really think man david goggins could do this and i and i think everybody that read the book like wanted to start doing ultra everybody i ever know that read the david goggins but yeah i think yeah i'm gonna think i'm gonna get into like running marathons (laughs) you know a year later like hey man you ran your first nah not (laughs) been eating pizza (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that that can't hurt me by David Goggins. Uh, five out of five, man. A one book, uh, really motivational. But the audio book is key, man. It is you get to hear his voice talk about these things and reflect these things, and it's some extraordinary. I'm telling you, Damon, read it. Every listener yeah. out there, read it. It's some extraordinary stories. This guy been through some stuff. So I've been reading the books, man. <laughs> no, uh, so. I read this book, then I think the only reason I, I, I picked it up is because I, I don't watch a lot of movies and I don't read a lot of books. Um, but with the the stuff that I do read or watch movies on is military movies. Yeah. Or So I typed in Navy in the books and this shit came up. Um, but then I saw he had his chokers on. He's a chief. Yeah. And I was like, I'm a chief. I should read this, right? And I didn't think it was going to be as fucking crazy yeah that's true. As, yeah. and i opened it up and um the the abuse that he went through as a child mm. um granted i never went through 80 percent of what he went through but um i i can i can see it right um and for me to read it and then picture it in my head i can see it right and i was like fuck man that's that's fucking crazy because he, the family was living a lie, right? Yeah. So, yep. Um, he he was at his dad's roller rink uh, all night, and would come home five six o'clock in the morning, get ready for school. Couldn't concentrate in school, right? I did shitty in school, um, but for different reasons. Cause I just hate school. Um, but the shit that that he went through, right? He had a weight problem. Um, he would cheat his way out of everything. Um, I kind of uh, related to that because I damn near cheated my way out of high school, mm-hmm. right? Um, I had a girlfriend that was a valedictorian, right? And I had a fucking F in English. I graduated with a D minus, right? My final GPA was a 1.93, right? And then uh, his ASVAB was a 36. Yeah. So was mine, right? When I... Um, Oh, that's what he needed to join the Air Force yeah. first. Um, and he scored a 20. Um, and I scored a 36. 
and my recruiter told me, you can do anything in the Navy. And I said, cool. And when it's time for me to pick a rate, it was either be a cook, be a busman. I was like, where the fuck is everything at? Uh, <laughs> it's right here in front of you. Um, so I related it. And then the shit that, that he mentally did to himself to push himself through those barriers is something that um, I try to do on a daily, right? Because there's always going to be barriers, right? Yeah. But the shit that he went through is completely different from the shit that I go through on a daily. Um, but for when you talk to sailors and we talk about coddling people in the yeah. Navy and we're babying these kids and we're not holding them accountable, mm-hmm. um, I suggest they, they read this fucking book. Yeah. Um, because last night I was reading it to like 2300 and I didn't want to put it down, right? Uh, and I was fucking motivated as fuck. Yeah, that, it, and it, it gets, just, you. Yeah, and it it gets, gets you. you to that point. Um, and I'm only what chapter two and a half. That's crazy, and already got that much out of it. Yeah, and it's the shit that he went through, and and the shit that he's going through right now in the book with the Air Force and not being comfortable in water and uh, damn near drowning himself, trying to. But he purposely made himself better. Yeah, right on purpose. Like he, he's like I'm not gonna fail. Um, but then after he got out the Air Force, he fucking weighed 300 pounds yeah. out there putting rat traps out there. Um, and he's like, this is, this can't be it. Yeah. You know I mean, and that's where I'm at right now. Okay. I don't want to so, give up. So thanks yet. for all the, the spoilers with the yeah. races and the seal thing. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. That's later. That's later. <laughs> but that, I mean, that ain't much, that ain't much, but cause there's some, there's some places you about to go to that makes a lot of sense that I don't give them away. Yeah. But right now, like I would give it a five, man. Yeah. It's just very inspiring. It's a good book. Big shots out, man. You know, we got Jesse reading books, man. That's a big deal. You know what I mean? What the fuck does that mean? You I, say you ain't read books, man. I, I color a lot of shit, man. <laughs> 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 Told you my eyes bad score. <laughs> hey, man, we, we hope you enjoyed a, another week of Permission to Speak Freely. Uh, we had our first guest, Jesse Boats Hernandez. We appreciate it. Uh, big shots out. Really, really good shit that we hope people can learn from and uh, hope it get through. Hope it get them through some sometimes. You know what I'm saying. So we hope you enjoyed uh, another week of permission to speak freely. Follow us everywhere social media, PTSF podcast. Uh, check us out on YouTube. Definitely PTSF merch. Dot dot com. That's where you could get uh, merchandise and, and everything like that from. I'm Dan. I'm. <laughs> You're Damon. I'm Damon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo. <laughs> I'm Damo. And I'm Damon. That was Jesse, and that that was permission to speak freely. Thank you, guys.